<laughs> Hello and welcome to the Glorious Bards. This is episode uh, number seven, adventure number seven. Glad to have you here. Thank you to all of our live uh, Twitch fans joining us. Thank you to the folks that are watching us on YouTube. And of course, our podcast fans, we are grateful to have you here. We've got a great adventure in store for you tonight. Uh, and don't forget, you can uh, check us out on our Discord server, which you can get off of our website, ingloriousbards.com. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, as well as Patreon if you want to support the show. Without further ado, let's get a recap of the adventure from last session. All right, so last session at Adventure 6, the defenders left Tabernary for Mirskan. We took our horses with us and started heading out towards the capital city of Navarre in search of another chalice. Uh, on our way there, we encountered a couple of hill giants that were attacking some soldiers of Mirskan. Lieutenant Gareth and his people handled them with ease. It wasn't uh, terribly difficult. They did, however, uh, take out a wizard. Xanner managed to secret it away with a crazy natural 20 and, and some of a way he hit it. We made it to the cliffside city of Mirskan. Uh, we found that there were a whole variety of people there, lots of different types of towns. It's a very, very well laid out place and uh, kind of rough on the southern end and getting nicer and nicer the, the further north that you go. And we know that because we kept getting further north. Every time we kept encountering something, Jix would come up with some sort of secret way to get around somewhere or somebody else or flashed a ring or set a passcode. And the more we kept moving, the more questions we gathered until finally we ended up in a house in the evening uh, of Thale, in a really nice part of the neighborhood. When the door opens up, Jix greeted with a quote, Hey, Pops, can we come in? So we did and found out that Jix was adopted by wealthy humans and lived in a really nice life in a house. And also uh, we found out where the dwarf is that has the chalice. So let the adventure begin. Within the lavish home of Lady Nalace and Lord Dukrin, our heroes have found some brief respite. The lady of the house, whom everyone calls mother, checks on her darling baby boy, Jix, the goblin alchemist. She watches Jix sleeping in his childhood bed, a wooden crib made for a human infant. One side of the crib has been gnawed clean off long ago by her adorable little goblin. She stands at the door and smiles at her sleeping little angel. Mother closes the door softly, happy to have her baby home. She walks down the hall, knocks on the door to one of the guest rooms, and cracks open the door. Sildren, Idrisil, I trust everything is comfortable and hope you both have pleasant dreams. Thank, Thank you, mother. mother. The door to the guest room closes. Sildren continues lying on a narrow guest bed, staring up at the ceiling. I've been laying here for two hours, and this bed has more lumps in it than Iggy's head, and this room smells like it hasn't been aired out in years. Idrisil kicks at the sheets tucked in tight around his own narrow bed. Who makes this? I can't move in these sheets. I rather enjoy the tight bedding. I know. I know. That's why I told her that one's tuck, that one's no tuck. 
Now I'm wedged in here like a swaddled baby. Idrisil kicks at his tight sheets again and again and again. Well, that's great, but uh, this bed is unbearable. I'd rather be sleeping out under the stars, eh? Sildren lies motionless and continues staring at the ceiling. I'm not excited to stay in the city walls, but we will certainly be busy in the coming days. We have a lot to do here in this city. First thing to do is find an inn with a proper bed. Idrisil pounds his head into a lumpy pillow, trying to find a comfortable spot. We need to remember, there's a battle brewing in Mariscon, a political one for control of Navarre. Politics aren't my forte, but you're right. We promised King Feon we'd help. Somehow. Idrisil kicks at his tucked-in sheets again and sighs. <sighs> Hope everyone else is getting a good night's sleep. Mother walks down the hall, knocks on the next guest room door, and cracks it open. Inside are two more beds with several heroes wide awake. I'm so sorry the last guest room is full of sewing supplies. I hope you don't mind sharing. The old knight Sir Brenros lifts his head from a lumpy guest pillow. The sleeping arrangements are perfectly fine. Brenros lays back down on the narrow bed. Everything's great. Good night, mother, says Iggy from the exact same bed as Brenros. The dwarf shifts in the narrow bed, trying not to touch the old knight lying right next to him back to back. Good night, boys. Brenros turns in the bed, slightly pulling the blanket off of Iggy. I hope by this time tomorrow we recovered another chalice. I'm eager to destroy it before it falls into the wrong hands. Iggy turns over, facing the back of Brenros's head and pulls on the blanket. Don't forget the Renarian Brotherhood in Tavern. We said we were going to do something about them, but we left in a hurry. Brenros rolls over to speak and ends up with his face just inches from the dwarves. This is true, and the Brotherhood did originate from here in Miscon. Iggy stares back at the old knight. Could you please roll back over? Oh, certainly. My apologies. Brenrose turns around and starts to pull the blanket once more, but Iggy locks onto it with a death grip. If you take this blanket off me one more time, I will end you. From the other side of the room comes the sound of bed springs squeaking over and over. Still trying to figure out how the gnome drew the long straw. Xanner jumps up and down on the other bed in the room with blue PJs on, a sleeping cap with a tassel, and a big smile. <laughs> I've got my own bed like a big boy! <laughs> Several restless hours go by before the morning sun falls across the city of Mirskan. Jix slowly wakes up and smiles when he remembers he's in his old room. Hmm, it's good to be home. The little goblin stretches with a smile. He sees the blue box with a bow his mother left him the night before, but then his mind starts to wander. The house has never had as many people in it, but it was still too quiet. Something was missing. Someone who filled the house with laughter and chaos. Someone who jumped onto Jix's bed, excited each day about some crazy new scheme to get into. But not this morning. Just silence. 
You're out there, Jinch. I know it. I don't know where, and I don't know when, but I'll find you. An hour later, everyone is gathered at the breakfast table. A mountain of bacon, pancakes, biscuits, three types of jellies, eggs, sliced chicken, and fresh milk are laid out. Sildren grabs a biscuit and avoids the meat. Idrisil rubs his neck sore from the torturous bed he slept in. Brenros and Iggy refuse to make eye contact with one another. Mother brings out a delicious-smelling sliced ham and places it on the table. So, what are you boys up to today? Um, no, no, uh, just the usual mutter. We're just, we're just passing through and, and we'll be on our way soon. Uh, nothing, nothing major, really. You're passing, you're not staying. Well, um, I don't. You should I don't... stay. I think you should stay. A good yeah. parent always wants their child to stay with them. No, she's right. We should stay. More bacon, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like... There's a lot of us, and um, we have some obligations to get back to. Um, and there's some some people that we gotta see. Um, and there's some things we gotta do. Um, how about know, just how about just these? How about just the first two weeks you stay here, since everyone enjoyed their rooms, and uh, then we'll talk and we'll go from there. <laughs> two, two, two weeks. We, we don't want to impose for that. Oh, it's no, it's it's not, it's not an imposition no, at all. We can't, we can't, we can't put you under that stream. That's that's too much. Oh, yeah, you might run out of milk. <laughs> More of that, please. Um, you know, maybe we can talk about it later, mother. Very well. And she sits down and talks about her day yesterday. Excited to have you there. Uh, and then she starts telling some strange stories about jicks and oh you wouldn't believe and then he woke up and he had no pants on and it was a sleepover it was unbelievable (laughs) I I believe he didn't have any pants on that's believable he's a little little scoundrel your jicks I don't think those stories are appropriate for mixed company. Do, do you, do you, mother? What's mixed about this company? It's your, <laughs> it's your mom and your friends. Idrisil's nibbling on a little sausage. Can we just figure out what we're going to do today, guys? You look so good. Um, he's like, kind of looks over at mother and then looks up at the sky and back at her. Oh, I'm just, you know, just. Not really a good sleeper, you know. She uh, chats with a bit, shares a few more embarrassing stories, but then leaves you guys to it, and you chat over the breakfast table. We still have chalices to find. Yeah, we have a dwarf with half a nose to track down. Right. I was taking to the streets on that. Crandall! I remember, I got it over here! We've also got the Brotherhood to deal with. Got a lot of stuff we gotta do here. The chalice, I think, is our priority, though. Yes. Agreed. Not likely to find brotherhood here, are we? We'll find motherhood here. (laughs) (laughs) The mothers (laughs) patrol the streets (laughs) with rolling pins. I believe they said they came from the, the capital. 
Yeah, they they sort they originated yeah. from here. I imagine they're not all in Tabernary. Or maybe they are. Maybe they got chased out of Mirskon because they're so crazy. Uh, mother, you gonna finish that? She's the, she returned yeah. from the kitchen. What is it, Jixie? Um, have you have you and Popsy ever ever heard of of anything called the um the Lenarian, uh Brotherhood? Uh, no, I'm afraid not. Okay. Should That's I all. look? Sh- should nope. I? Sh- oh. Nope. No, oh, just forget oh. I asked you. Sure, she's right. fine. All right. Uh, there's some old friends of mine thought I'd come up, but you know, if they're no, it's fine. All right, and let me know if you if you boys need anything else for breakfast because I got to start on lunch right now. Oh yes, please. And how do you like the new chalices you're drinking? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got them from a dwarf with one with no nose. <laughs> Zen, are you about done? We, can we can we leave? I slept so good I can't eat another. Oh, I'm we know. We know. Right How someone so little eat so much? If I can't grow tall, I might as well grow wide. <laughs> I've I've heard the gnomes uh, and the dwarves are almost unrivaled in comparison when eating. Yeah, I heard that too. I just didn't know it was possible. Look, 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 look. Oh, you, Four biscuits. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that ought to keep them busy for a while. <laughs> Maybe we should go find this dwarf before he right. can uh, start talking. Uh, Where Jix, is this dwarf? Jix wants to sneak away upstairs. All right, Jix. Jix sneaks away, and Brenrose was asking about the dwarf. Anyone have an answer for him? Is that the waves of the world? Little shop in the cop copper down. Copper Yeah. Waves of the world. I'll make a note of it on the back of. Is my that shield. waves or knaves? Oh well. It's uh, weaves. That was. Uh, yeah, I was going to say weaves. weaves. I like Knaves of the World better. I like Waves of the World. It's a water park for the whole family. It's waves. Like. It's just endlessly, it's a small world that waves of the world. Yeah, so uh, it's down in, down in Coppertown. The guy with the lizard on the stick told me. Gremmel. Gremmel is his name. Gremmel? Yes. You don't look like you made a note of it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, we have everything we need. We're we're well fed and slept kind of well. Yeah. It just still looks around. Did you did you sleep well? <clears throat> My bed was so big. I could have had four other people on there. Sir Brenros. I rolled you slept up. real well. I uh. I have a uh, few complaints. <laughs> I was just look. glad I could uh, put my hand between those two pillows all night. Yeah. <laughs> it just I'm glad I wear my armor uh, to bed. Retributive <laughs> <laughs> <Retributor> strike. <laughs> <laughs> there are dents in my back plate. I don't know why. <laughs> Pokes. <laughs> Where is Jix? Jix, speaking of Jix, you were sneaking away. Where are you headed to? Uh, up to my room. I want All to right. open the little box. 
Oh, that's right. You go to your room. There is a blue box with a bow on it. Your mother said uh, she had found something yours a few months ago and cleaned it up for whenever you came back. You open up the box and inside it is your best friend, a floppy plush stuffed animal of a brown horse with a bow on his head. Entropy? It just it's just loving there. Entropy. Ah, uh, where have you been? It's been so long. Why did you leave me, Entropy? I missed you so much. And just nuzzles it. And we will stop there for tonight. <laughs> 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 it just sort of looks around after Brenro says that and kind of uh, looks into the kitchen where Mother is and uh, starts to head up the stairs. Jax! Jax, you up here? Um, um, he stuffs it in his, in his satchel. Um, just in my room. Put it away, I'm coming up, Jax! I, I, yeah, I did. <laughs> How does she know? It just sort of, uh, opens the door. What are you doing in here, mate? He Nothing. kicks it open. <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, just kind of looking around, taking in the memories. It just so uh, kind of bends down to Jix uh, to get eye level with him on one knee. Uh, Jix, where did you get your thieves' tools by chance? Um, I found them. Do you think you could find help me find another pair? I mean, there's. Yeah, there's, there's probably somewhere here in, in the big old city of Michigan that, that, that you can get some thieves tools, sure. Let's add that to the side side quests. And you too, hurry up. <laughs> Sanders only getting heavier. Yeah, yeah, we're masturbating each other. I mean, we're, I'm having a bit of and, and we're coming. <laughs> I ate no. six eggs. Squeeze harder. <laughs> uh, I just will head downstairs. All right. What's your guys' plan? That's the big step. I guess we're going to go to Copper Down to find Gremel the Dwarf. Yeah? And Weaves of the World. Okay, that's the everyone agreement? Sounds good. Okay, that's the word. Sounds good. All right, you guys get your gear on. Uh, say uh, goodbye for now to Mother. Uh, she says she'll see you guys later tonight, and you guys head off. You leave the Copper Down uh, District. No, I'm sorry, you're in the Thale District, which is the nicer part of town. Mm -hmm. And you get some nods from some local people, and good morning, particularly to Sir Brenrose as he walks by, but then around the corner comes this weird barbaric dwarf, and they kind of, oh, good morning, and then comes this yeah. weird hippie druid with a squawking bird on his shoulder, and they don't say anything. And then comes this weird skipping gnome with fire in his hands. <laughs> then comes some weird... Hi, hi freakish goblin who's just weird <laughs> petting something in a pouch and then comes this weird elf talking about uh, masturbatory topics over and over again <laughs> and that's what they see you guys uh, head across town the city is uh, there's rain it's raining right now you're getting a little bit wet nothing you're not used to and you uh, are dealing with these uh, streets that are big and wide in your nicer upper class Thale district and they get a little uh, more narrow in the Copperdown district which is more of a middle class uh, part of town 
and you are following the directions to a shop called Weaves of the World. Weaves the World! And <laughs> it is raining as you approach this store. As you are walking down the street, you pass a couple other places. People are just kind of trudging along as the water is gathering on the uh, cobblestone streets. Uh, you've got hoods up, trying to keep the rain off of your faces. And speaking of hoods up, you see the uh, store that you're looking for, Weaves of the World, up ahead has a sign you can barely see from here that has a picture of some rugs. And you see a hooded figure who is outside trying to go in or close. He might be the shop owner, you're not quite sure, um, with the front door and then seems frustrated with the front door and the figure then moves around and looks around and heads towards the side of the store, slipping between two buildings to get to the side. Uh, is that a dwarf with half a nose that's doing that? You cannot see, it does not look like a tall person. They're just so kind of walking up towards the front of the group, uh, catching up with everyone, wondering why they've stopped sees the kind of <laughs> tail end of the uh, figure uh, go around the corner. That looked kind of all day. Yeah, should we uh, wait or help him inside? I think we should go out. No, I think we should go for him. It's, I mean, he looks like he's just doing this day, right? We don't need to be Aggressive or anything. He's whacked. He just wait till he opens the door. It really worked out well with the halfling. Chick starts walking over there. Okay, you are at the front of the store. It uh, does not look open yet this morning. Sildren's keeping an eye on um, the guy that's that's around on the side, um, far enough away that he can't see him, but. Kind That's, of tracking his movement. Uh, well, it's a na very narrow spot between two buildings. He has disappeared between the two. So if you're going to keep an eye on him, you're going to be within feet of him. So you're not going to be able to keep your distance from him. Um, how crowded is the street right now? Uh, the street's moderately crowded. Maybe you can see seven or eight people walking down the street. Okay. Um, can I send Yathanae out to just keep an eye on him from the, you know, roofs of the house? Just chill there. Sure. Your Odin like raven vision. Mm hmm. Yathane flies off your shoulder and flies up on top of the Weaves of the World store on top of its uh, uh, roof and just sits there perched. And then uh, I guess I don't, I, if I can give her a little bit of instruction, being just to follow the guy that was there. So if he leaves from that side door and stays outside, she'll, you know, take, take the flight and follow whichever way he goes. All right. Jix, you were at the entrance. Um, Jix raps on the door. Hello, 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 good morning. Hello. There is no response. You look through the window, you can see it still looks closed for the day. There is dark. There are lots of stacked rugs that look pretty interesting. There are some uh, lanterns on the far wall that look uh, like they've been turned down for the night, so um, that's your current situation. You're just a little too early. Are there any ladies sitting in chairs talking about neighborhood gossip getting leaves? No. 
Wrong, wrong leaves. <laughs> no. Okay, Jix is at the wrong store. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Jix will pull out his thieves' tools. Speaking of. All right. And uh, I'm just gonna break in. It's like it's like eight forty-five. It says it's open at nine. It'll be just like <laughs> minutes. Um. Uh, it won't get in and out before anyone ever knows. We'll get the chalice. We'll be on our way and um, off to the next thing. And Brenros, by the way, you're as you're walking past that alleyway, you can see in that narrow, uh, really narrow, just a couple feet wide uh, space between the two stores, a that small hooded figure is wiggling his way through a window into the weaves of the world. Who would be close to me right now? Everyone. You're oh, right at the entrance, right and the just end. as you're crossing, you see, you're looking through, and you see just a couple little feet wiggling, 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 and trying to get through this window. He's going in through the window. Mm. I wouldn't be able to fit in that. Maybe we should go through the front door. Jix, do your thing. Jix is already... Um, he never stopped. <laughs> doesn't need your permission. Jix, make a thievery roll. Alright. Here we go. 25. 25. 25. You make short work Ooh. of this standard lock. And you get it open. There's a click and the door is unlocked and Jix well, gently has the door creak open. There's a little jingle of a bell though as it opens up. Okay. You also hear a thump from inside as though something heavy just hit the ground. <laughs> Brenros, you no longer see any feet sticking out through the window, by the way. Okay. Uh, Brenros will start to move closer to the building, but then do more of an about face as they're taking up a position of uh, guard. Okay. Uh, yeah, Jix, Jix sneaks in. Yeah, Seldrin will and, slip in as well. Um, cautious of the thump he just heard. Um, maybe tries to sneak towards the direction of the thump. Okay. See what it is. You start creeping. This place is a, uh, a, a medium-sized store that's loaded with rugs. There's rugs all over the floor stacked on top of each other of all different kinds. There are rolled up rugs uh, in piles everywhere. There are uh, hooks that hold uh, a dozen rugs that are hanging of all different styles from all across the world of Varen. Uh, it's, it's wall-to-wall rugs. And you see there is some movement in the darkness. Your eyes adjust because you have, uh, do you have dark vision, Jix, yes. or low light vision? Dark. Then you can see there is a figure who is standing up from a pile of the rugs, and it is a that hooded figure you saw from outside. Um, oh, weaves me? of the world! <laughs> I get it. That does the hooded figure see Jix? Uh, Jix, I'm going to make a roll. What is your? No, you make a roll. What is your stealth? Go ahead and make a stealth roll. <laughs> All right. call that 18 18 <laughs> yes that person sees you and the person uh, stands up immediately from behind the rugs and uh says well i'm 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 looking for a rug i'm i'm a shopper yes hi hi, oh, well, hi. Uh, you're at the you're at the right you're at weeds of the world that's right yeah and 
from the darkness of this darkly lit shop, a gnome comes out you've never seen before and uh, pulls his hood down. Good, um, good morning. Uh, good morning. Yes. Well, so um, uh, the rugs are over here and over here. And you're and showing some the rugs back here. <laughs> there's some up there. Uh, these up. The higher you go up the wall, the more expensive. Um, the ones that we're walking on right now, getting dirty, ten percent off. Um, uh, what kind of rug are you looking for, sir or uh, ma'am? Um, uh, well, it's definitely sir, and I, uh, I don't know exactly what kind of rug. And you see, he's uh, hiding something in his hand. He appears to be a slightly older gnome with some glasses that are wet from the rain outside, and he is befuddled. Uh, Sildren, you were also coming in there, you said. Yeah, I'm just uh, strolling leisurely around, kind of walking. I am ending up behind him, but doing it, you know, um, in a in a casual way. Like I'm just rug browsing. All right, and you guys are doing this in a almost pitch black rug shop, by the way. There's a few <laughs> lights. They're very dim down on the wall. Some pale light coming in through the, the clouds from the open doorway, but it's just dark. We're all dark vision friends here. It's fine. Um, yes. So, um, can, can I see your, 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 your back room then? Do you have more rugs back there? No, nope. uh, no, it's close for the day. Uh, remodeling, putting putting new rugs down. Um, <laughs> we have another coat of rugs to put down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but what we have out here is is um, a, a more than enough to choose from. I would say yes. Uh, that looks great. I like this one over here. And he points to one in the middle back of the room and starts looking at it. Yes, this one's nice. Oh, I like the patterns of this one. He points to one that heads backwards more to the rear Dick's of the shop. Follows, just follows right, right. right in step, right beside him. Yeah, um, uh, those are okay. Uh, this one is from um, uh, uh, Tabernary, just up the, up the river there. Um, uh, these are here are from... Uh, uh, um, a part of the world that you don't know about, and there's another one over here that was made, um, actually by my dear aunt, um, before she died. Um, so that one's that one's twice as much because it's sentimental. Uh, you say that as you mentioned your aunt who died who made that, you say that as the next rug closest to one of the two rear doors, uh, is splattered with blood. Like, I see that there's blood splattered on it, or it's yes. actively, like, it splat. Okay. And you and this gnome both kind of just look at it, and then you kind of both look at each other. So, um, and that concludes the tour of our inventory for today. <laughs> and thanks for coming by. Uh, stop in tomorrow, and we'll have more rug selections for you. Good day. And Jix begins to, like, usher him out. All right, he draws his weapon, the smallest knife you have ever seen. I'm armed. I want to know what's going on here. Uh, <laughs> Soder from behind is going to attempt to uh, basically immobilize him, I guess, grapple with him, I suppose. All right, Wait, he defies here. that by yelling, don't do anything, but you still are able to grab him <laughs> from behind. Uh, you are able to make an athletics roll to instantly possibly disarm him. He is not prepared for this. 
17. 17's not great, but neither is he. You are able to wrest the knife from him and uh, have uh, disarmed him. Let go! Don't murder me! I need help! Uh, Sodern will kind of like whistle for his friends. Um, I'm sure there's some sort of signal we have yeah, at some point. The, you know, uh, the guy yelling the commotion. It just so just from outside <laughs> the door comes in, quick draws his bow, uh, but doesn't uh, fire it or anything. And Why the gods don't kill me? Quick no. Draws, um, I like use the gnome as a human shield because I've seen the <laughs> angel still fire his bow. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? I may or may not hit you. What's going on? <laughs> Xander runs in and, and just does a ball of flame in his hands real fast. Oh my! I need the guards! Guards, please! Yeah, I'll muffle him. <laughs> uh, Guys, what's going on in here? Jix, no. we're just about ready to ask our gnome friend that. Jix, uh, quietly now, friend. What's and uh, I will take my hand off of his uh, uh, mouth. Jix walks up to the old the old gnome. Okay. Uh, um, who are you again, sure? Uh, my name is Phineas, and I, I, I must be honest with you. I am not here to buy a rug, and I do not wish to be murdered by arrow or goblin. Well, um, lucky for you, n- none of those things could happen. Uh, some of them might or might not. Um, there's a possibility, but a, a lot of that's up to you. So, why, um, why are you here? I am looking for something in particular that, uh, uh that Grummel, uh, has. And what is this particular thing that you're looking for? Well, uh, have you seen him using any a small device that gives off any light? If so, I would like that back, please. Renault is just now going to the window. And I haven't seen it. Um, Have you seen him using um, perhaps a a chalice to drink from? Uh, No, I've never met the man. Okay. well, if we see your light-emitting thing, um, maybe I'll let you know. Um, uh, otherwise, I think your business here is done because ours is more important. Okay, bye. <laughs> I'm afraid not. Uh, my business uh, is, is is very important as well. Uh, I, I am a, I'm an entrepreneur, an inventor, and he is uh, taking custody of something that he is not uh, quite aware of its uh, capabilities and could pose a danger. Well, well, why, why, how? Why, how? Yes. What, what do you mean? <laughs> why, how? Some, some would say, how, why? But I say, <laughs> why, how? Um, he, he doesn't understand the intricacies of this power system and it could overload and I have no idea what his purpose behind it is and, and it could be a danger to everyone within this building and perhaps the, the, the neighboring buildings. Well, why, why did you take it? 
I, I, there was some sort of exchange between uh, myself and another party and him. But more importantly, I need to find it. And you were absolutely wasting my time. And I don't understand why it takes like four or five of you to manage a rug shop. Oh, we well, have questions. I have so many questions. Uh, 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 and then Soldier spins the gnome towards Sander. <laughs> 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 Tell me, tell me about your little device. Is it made with magic? Uh, Anybody know, else has questions? And he's like moving them around. <laughs> <laughs> it's important. Uh, no, it's not magic. It's science. <gasps> that sounds yes. evil. No, it is the opposite. <laughs> Are you from the Midwest? Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> it is science to help to better the city. We're here to better the city too. We're trying to stop evil <laughs> by selling rugs early in the morning. Well, these are very, very special rugs that bring healing to other places. Also, if we can find a very, very evil chalice, we're here to destroy it. Maybe we can work together. You said it lights up. What does it look like? Uh, it's kind of uh, a warm, uh-huh. uh, embery uh-huh. fire. It's just fire. Well, it's not. It's but it doesn't burn like a fire. It's a fire that's not a fire. Exactly, and I can <laughs> detect it uh, with this. And he holds out a little uh, black stone. He says, "As I get closer and closer to it, uh, it gets warmer in my hand where I point it, and it is absolutely within this uh, location here." He uses magic to detect science. <laughs> Don't you question me and my methods. Jix, Jix uh, puts his hand over his Meyer pin to see if it feels warm. Uh, no. Okay. What is your name? Uh, my name is uh, Phineas Tumblepot. Uh, at your service. He bows awkwardly in children's grasp. <laughs> I actually let him go, and um, I'm going to head over and check out the bloody rug. All right. You see there is blood splatter from some big uh, gory blow, like someone got hacked with a sword or something. Is there a blood trail beyond that? Yeah, there's uh, essentially the small shop ends, uh, goes in a little bit and ends at two uh, doors. This is next to one of those doors. Is the, that doors to the outside? No, uh, just a little back uh, storeroom. Type I place. will open the door. Strenros oh. would like to be coming in, and uh, with the darkness, he would like to try to find a, a light source to ignite in this place. Okay. Sir Brenros, you can see there are some lamps on the far side of this establishment. You are inside. I believe that's everyone, but Iggy is now inside. Or are you? Uh, outside? Yeah, I was, light when they go into a room. I was hanging outside with Brenros, but I'll go in with them and close okay. the door behind us and lo- right. uh, lock it. Uh, and lock it. That's intimidating for a little gnome friend. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you have your little science light and your rock. I can do this. No, 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 no. Xander detects magic. Xander does detect magic. Yes. He doesn't detect anything. He just does this. There's definitely magic in here. Are you sure your science isn't a magic? 
uh, I, I'm absolutely sure of that. And as soon as he says that, there is a big meat smacking sound like someone took a big beam of metal and slammed it into a hanging pig carcass. As you hear also the whirl of some sort of gear and a giant fist smash into Sildren with a 31 to hit. Ooh. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. That's a hit for 23 points of bludgeoning damage oh as God. a large eight foot tall automaton machine steps out of the back room with another big step, sends Sildren flying through the door on the other side for five more points of bludgeoning damage. And we have a crazy combat on our hands, folks. Oh my gosh. I just shared it. Golem! <laughs> and let's what? go. Golem! I don't know what Autom- that is. That's a, 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 a tomaton. Did I manage to turn on any lights? Uh, not yet. You were just coming in, but there are some lights. It's not okay. pitch black. It's not right. pitch black. Uh, I know you're like the only one who can't yeah, totally I know. see. <laughs> uh, all right. I've got the map up on the screen. I'm going to bring it down just a little right. bit. See how that looks. Um, what we have here is a automaton that has just punched Sildren through into the other room. We are rolling some initiative for the group. Here we go. And that heavy s- meat slabbing sound was Sildren getting slapped. Yes. <laughs> oh, jeez. And Sildren, you're first. Uh, okay, like, uh, uh. Uh, trying to recover, and then I am going to cast a level two heal upon myself. And you are on your butt, by the way. Uh, that's okay. Um, I can cast from my butt, so I'm good, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> I'm sorry, level. <laughs> that's where my power comes from. Um, Talk so about sorry, makes the level, heals questionable. Level two heal, 28, so that heals me all Exactly. But now, yep, yep. So I'm healed back up exactly. And for my third action, I will stand up. And um, Yathane's coming in through the window that um, the little gnome came through and, and will be uh, where the golem is. Okay. Done. Uh, Iggy. Oh, I'm going to move up right, right by Yathane. Okay. Yeah, he like and walks in the door and just <laughs> stands <up> uh, flying. <laughs> and I'm gonna swing at this guy. All right, you see, he's a big metal machine. Uh, he has no head, just a blocky body. In his left hand is a uh, uh, almost like a brazier. It's almost like a lantern hanging from four chains with some fire uh, embers inside that you can see. And he's got another big fist ready for you. And you rush up and attack. You said, "Yep, go for it." Uh-huh. I'm gonna use a hero point. And what did you roll? What did you roll? Oh, did you roll? I roled a one. Natural one. All right. Oh, that's I'll give you one points. of mine. All right. Okay, th- thank uh, you. Yep. And I'll uh, redo that. 
Jesus Christ. With a natural two. Sixteen. Sixteen. You swing and in a panic, you're like, what is this? And you miss and cut into the wall. Uh, Okay, so now uh, with my last action, I'm going to attempt to shove him back. Good luck. It's an athletics roll, right? A 22. 22 versus his fortitude is a miss. You push and he doesn't budge at all. These gears on his thighs crank even harder and he holds his spot. Uh, Iggy is done. Brenros, you're up. Uh, My first action. What is this thing? And uh, trying to identify if I've seen or heard anything like this thing before. All right. What it does, purpose, how bad is it? Make a crafting roll. Crafting. One crafting roll. Is a 15? Never heard of anything like this before. I've never heard of anything like this before. Ah! And come charging in, uh, closing ranks and attacking for my last action. You can, you will be at minus two due to the extremely cramped circumstances. This map is the opposite oh. of the wide open one we had before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is super tight. Am I able to get to the other side of him? Uh, you can try. Yeah, I think you can try. Isn't there some sort of awesome, like, uh, tumble through? There's a tumble through action you oh can do. Yeah. I'll get you a foul beast. Oh, excuse me. Excuse, excuse, me. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. It's an acrobatics <laughs> roll to get movie through. Theater. <laughs> I'm in heavy armor. I'm not attempting a heavy acrobatics. All right. <laughs> uh,. Uh, I am raising my shield and taunting it thus with a risen shield. Okay, raising your shield defensively. I will forego the attack. I am now squarely in front of it. All right. The the minus two, you're not going to attack? No. All right. Okay. The automaton then gets to go and it swings at Iggy with its big metal punching beam. Uh, Iggy, you are hit with a 33. Oh, that is a, that's a hit and a critical. Oh my gosh. Iggy, this giant smashing thing hits you for a massive 45 points of damage. 45 bludgeoning Ow. damage uh, and send you flying back at huh. Sildren. Sildren, uh, you are able to dodge out of the way. You don't get hit by him. Yay. Uh, actually, no, it does not knock you back at all. Hold on. Someone else happens instead. Sir Brenros, were you doing anything? Uh, my last action was raising my shield in front of this beast. Okay, but you're good. taunting it thus, you know. Okay, uh, Iggy, you got hit for its second action. It gets to grab you for free if it hits you originally. And for its third action, it is going to do Burn Alive is the Ah! name of this. What? The automaton grinds a creature it has grabbed into the red hot coals of its brazier. It takes your head and grinds it into this Uh, lantern of embers. You take a juicy amount of more damage of 20 points of fire damage. 
and you are now suffering from a 1d8 persistent fire damage every turn as you okay. are on fire on your head. It might Holy be time to run. Holy <laughs> Jix. Um, what kind of, what kind of, uh, what kind of line of sight does Jix have on the automaton? Automaton, you have, it has uh, heavy cover, plus four to its armor class. Heavy cover. Uh, Jix dons. <clears throat> well, he already has on his, his goggles, so um, he, does he have some ready? Do something! Yeah, I gotta okay. do something. I'm looking for my for my bomber's eye elixir. He pulls that out and uh, takes a drink from his bomber's eye elixir. All right, that and is that, that's two actions to pull out and to drink. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then with his third action, he uh, pulls out he shoots off a tanglefoot bag, and that's uh, twenty nine to hit. 29 and is a tanglefoot bag a bomb for your quick bomber quick it firing? It is a bomb. Nice. Uh what was your chance to hit? 29. 29. You strike it and webbing black little webbing wraps around its uh, uh gear-like legs on its hips. Okay, um I got him tangled up guys. Now let's get him. Uh Xander, you can get him now. Tumble pot is this your fire thing? Dumblepot says, uh, "Yes, that's that's absolutely it. Uh, I'll see if I can do something about that. Let me let me do some science from here. How do you science from here? <laughs> he, he starts trying to do some equations in his head. Ranged <laughs> science. <laughs> My science only goes to thirty feet. <laughs> I cast one d eight science. Hi." Uh, Okay, so uh, Xander's going to, he is, okay, so he's tangled up. He's got webs around his feet. Is he, is the automaton standing, just yes. asking, on rugs? Yes. Fantastic. Hmm. How many things are, oh, he's hanging on to Iggy. Yes. All right. Do it. Why do you guys always thwart my burning hands? Why, man? Why are you so committed to it? He's covered in weaves and rugs. <laughs> the man's standing on kindling. Okay, so uh, Xander, oh, Xander's got a brand new toy. Xander grabs his, uh, oh, no, before he grabs the uh, the giant wizard wand, he's actually going to pull out his wand of grease and cast it on Iggy. Okay, you... Uh, draw the wand as an action, and you cast grease from it. Is that correct? Correct. All right. Uh, I believe that's your entire turn as you're casting the spell. Yes. Uh, I think so. I don't have a, a caster count on it. On wand the, of uh, grease, you cast the spell at the indicated level. Yeah. So you're casting the spell. Um, all right. You cast grease all over Iggy, giving Iggy a bonus to squirm free. Iggy, you are covered in all sorts of liquidy, greasy goo that makes you extra slippery and burn a little bit more. Take two more fire points of damage. No, it's more like lube. <laughs> Sorry! We need to isolate that sound bite. 
Xander is done. The uh, episode Idris. name, it's more like Lude. <laughs> Idris. <laughs> Ooh. Um, what is Phineas and Ferb doing? Um, Phineas, Tumblepot, he is, um, geez, he hasn't gone yet. Uh, so he is currently uh, moving uh, to the, uh, around the group, trying to get an angle on this uh, machine. Uh, I'm going to grab him by the lapel. Okay. You can do that. Your first action is to grab him. Ah! You turn this thing off and you help us get out of here or you die first. It's not mine and you threatening me just makes you look like an idiot. Now let go so I can do something, you fool. All right. I let him go and uh, I will, my bow's already out. So I'll just, I'll take a shot at this thing. Uh, I, I guess the... All right, now look where you're at on the map. There's a big the wall corner. between you and it, and there's oh, a bunch a of wall? friends. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Chick looks back. Wait, it's it's not yours. Uh, no, uh, the, the the power source is mine. I had no idea they were doing uh, some sort of machine. Oh. Okay. Um. Idris, not going to be able to do much fighting in here. Things too dangerous in close quarters. Yeah. Um, uh, well, Phineas says, oh, mm-hmm. then fall back. Let him come out into the open. Let's you, knock down a wall. <laughs> you mean out into the street where all the innocent people are? I don't know. So. You fool out here. Um, all right. Yeah, I guess uh, for his last action, Idris will we'll just call to everyone. Back up, back up. Give the gnome some room. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Sildren, you're in the back room up on the corner. Um, I have line of sight on Iggy, right? Absolutely. He's just uh, like right. six feet away. Perfect. Um, and you're down 67 hit points? Oh, y- yes, sir. Wow. Good God. Okay. <laughs> so I will... Um, Still doing good, though. Still doing yeah. Good. <laughs> well, let's see what we can do about that. I'm going to cast a level three heal Big on heal. Iggy. Oh, nice. Uh, only for 34. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and I'm standing up, and then I'm going to, I guess, back... Oh, kind of head towards um, where Idrisil is. All right. You hustle over there. Iggy, you are currently being held and lifted up off the ground, Darth Vader style, by this automaton. You are on fire from friend and foe. What would you like to do? Uh, I would like to escape. All right. Uh, Escape sounds like a great idea. There are two ways to escape, and I think athletics might be one, the way to go for you. Yes. Uh, Make an athletics roll, and we'll give you a plus two due to your greasy lube-like goodness. 28. 28? 28. Let me check. That is good enough. You squirm free. Yay! And the you drop to the ground, and you have two more actions left. I would like to tumble through him and get into that room behind him. Interesting. Make an acrobatics roll. We've never done a tumble. I'll tumble 20, through him. 26. Um, 26 versus the reflex saving throw is a success. And he slowly yeah. steps around, and the... Not known for his uh, acrobatics, but you're pretty good, aren't you? 
plus nine is nothing to scoff at. You tumble through and you have an action left. Oh yeah, gonna gonna swing at this guy's legs. Seems seems normal. Are natural twenty? Oh my oh. gosh! Set the stage. There is a dwarf with hair on fire who's being <laughs> held by this creature yeah. who kicks himself loose, tumbles through the legs, spins around, and criticals it from behind with this yeah. big crazy barbaric yell. Right wow! One of, yeah, right. Just All right while covered in lube. One of the joints. Oh, that lube's going to come in handy uh, later with this. Yeah, well. <laughs> Eggy uh, 27 points of damage. 27. Nice. 27. Where's the 27? 27 <laughs> wounds. All right. So the good news is you did 27 points of damage. You hack it. You see some gears crumple underneath and it stumbles a bit. The even better news is you hack off a big chunk of its construct armor it was using to protect itself. Oh, and big metal yes. plates fall off of it. Doesn't and um doesn't the critical do doesn't your weapon do something else when you have a critical now as well? Yeah, you have oh I can shove it. Yes, I can shove it five feet, right? Yep. Yeah, let's shove it right into the middle there. All right, you shove it. Brenros is able to take. I'll give him a step back, and it's now out in the middle. Thank you, Chris, for healing and uh, for that. Uh, Brett and then uh, I, oh, take, yeah, I take my I take my fire persistent fire damage, right? Yeah, one d eight. I'll roll it for you, and then uh, only one point of fire damage. Then roll just a flat fifteen or higher to get rid of it. Nope. Burn, oh. baby, burn. <laughs> Brenros, what are you up to? You okay back there, Iggy? Oh, I'm great! <laughs> Righty then. Uh, from where I'm at, I uh, has this creature seemed to lose part of its heavy cover of the walls and whatnot? Uh, well, yeah, it's now out in the middle. It's it's in the the entryway of the little hallway right there. Okay. Uh, if I can hit it, I will attack it from where I'm at. You can. All right, I will do so. two hands to click and that'll get flanking right uh not quite iggy's not quite but there. what about yoffany is right there uh yoffany's not on the other side okay uh there's no flanking a 30 is the roll 30 yeah, okay. is a is a big hit that's a hit all right damage is eight eight is not a lot of damage but it's okay. we'll take it <laughs> Chunk sparks. You have two more actions. Go, go, go. All right. Making a. I kind of want to block it off a bit, so I will step to its middle, coming in directly underneath <laughs> it there. All right. So, completely ignoring Idrisil's let it come out command. <laughs> oh, I, s- I, I remember that now. I'll take, I'll take, a, <laughs> I'll take a second strike here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's up to you. I don't think that's going to pull anything off. It's 17. 17. You hit just metal, no damage. No damage. Uh, I will brace myself, raising that shield. Raising the shield. All right. The automaton goes. It strikes at Brenros with its big fist for a 35 to hit. Uh, 35 will hit. It will not be a critical. 
Whoa! What a critical block right there. Uh, that is 20 points of bludgeoning. Jeez. I cannot believe that's not a critical. 35. Uh, let's see. The shield's up, right? My shield's up, yes. And it you will... 20 damage? 20 bludgeoning damage. 20 bludgeoning. And it will go ahead and grab onto Brenros for free, and then it will do its face fire burning alive goodness. And it grinds your head into its brazier. And even though, uh, uh, no, it did hit. Okay, yeah. Hold on, (laughs) let me see if I can make a quick roll. Uh Um, It's evil. A and and as it does, so it has a grab of you. That was the second action, and it wastes its third action to burn you alive. As just as your head goes into this hot cold, you're like, no, but it puts it in there. There is some strange gel-like, icy hot Bengay goo that goes flying (laughs) through the air from a Phineas tumble pot that hits inside the brazier and puts out the fire. Don't eat that for science! Don't relate that, Xanner. That's what science tastes like. (laughs) Jixi, excited to see someone else throwing some goo around. It is your turn. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Jix. Yeah. Throw some more goo. Yeah, I guess yeah. There's not enough goo going on here in this fight. <laughs> Let's not isolate those clips. <laughs> I'm gonna do acid uh, acid flask. All right. That's a uh, nineteen. Nineteen just impacted on the surface. Okay. Um, he has no cover, right? Uh, he has no cover. Okay. Um. Damn it! Uh, that didn't that didn't work the way I wanted. Uh, I'll try again. That was uh, uh, a thirteen. A thirteen, just <laughs> splashing again uh, on it. Okay. Um, and with his third action, he's going to he's going to pull out his sling. Okay. Sling is out. Xanner, what you got? So with the fire still out, this thing's still moving. Still grabbing on the Brenros and all. It didn't didn't die. The fire is out in the brazier that it's holding. Oh, it's holding a brazier. I I thought it was like a chest thing. I, I That's even better, but no. All right, cool. Um all right. <laughs> it's my turn! Xander's gonna take his big his a uh, wizard wand and point it out. Have all the green energy flow up his arm, down the wand, and cast acid arrow right off of the, uh, off of the wand of, or the, the uh, what's it called? The, the staff, the staff of, evocation. of evocation. All right. Free acid arrow. Free acid arrow. Oh, it's an armor class attack, right? It is. 24. Is 24. It ducks and dodges underneath it and then stands up and gets the whole blast anyways, and you do connect. Yeah! Arrow. Hitting him four. Tiny damage. 12. What kind of damage is that? It asks. 
<laughs> that's the worst. Uh, that's just sad. Uh, Xander, you have one more action left. You sounded so so confident. I was too. so it's happy. Like shaking the step. What's going on? Ah! And we're all looking excitedly at and see it, and are like, oh. You have to snap the staff first, then shake it for a bit <laughs> before oh, you can. Get it charged up. Uh, Xander is going to. Oh, you know what? Actually, I was just looking at this. Xander is going to. Uh, do, do, do. It is called Create a Diversion. What? You guys are breaking out some things here. This is crazy. Create a Diversion. Use a deception check to become hidden to creatures until the end of my turn. Uh, Attempt a single detection, compare it versus deception. All right, make a deception. Well, what are you doing to to deceive it, uh, to to divert its attention? I am. So I'm going to say over here by throwing my voice towards the rugs over there so like trying, trying to get the rugs to shake and I'll, I'll use a little wind a little elemental toss over there just gonna make the the, the rugs rustle while right. i duck down on this one behind this roll make a deception check 18. Ooh, i don't know about that <laughs> i don't know uh that is not good enough it, uh, it knows exactly where you're at uh idrisil you're up uh, so this, yes, what are you saying, Chris? Oh, sorry, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like, What? Um, oh gosh, it just so I'm gonna move. Uh, I'd like to get out from uh, behind Sildren. So, can I go right to um, I guess that wall next to Bremros to um, to the right of Bremros? Uh, on the other side there? Yeah, yeah. Like right there and kind of be around the corner. And I'm going to shoot at this guy. All right. This is the hardest minus two within 30 foot penalty I've ever given you. I mean, you're like inches <laughs> away with this long range weapon. Okay, that's fine. Minus two. Minus two is a 29. 29. You hit. Nice. Arrow nice. flies true. That's 11 points of damage. That's almost as much as an acid arrow. That's really hard to cast. <laughs> All right. Oh. Keep going. Um, I'm going to... Is that... You have one action left. One action left. Um, pretty close. I'm going to go ahead and raise my shield. All right. Your magic shield, a shimmer of blue goes around you to protect you. Uh, and the creature takes notice of you as well, Idrisil. But Sildren gets to act. Um, so th- this golem, I assume it has like a regular head. It's like eyes seem Tom-tom. like definitely where it's, uh, it's, it's, it's drawing vision from. It's an automaton. <laughs> In episode four, the automaton. No, um, uh, the automaton I, I, I mentioned at the very beginning has no head. It has oh. just this uh, uh, big, chunky torso, arms, and legs. Okay. Um, Sildren will head out over kind of behind and around everybody here. Um, and then he will draw his bow. All right, if you're going to draw your bow and you're moving there, then you are jumping on top of a tall stack of rugs. That's more Hell cinematic. Hell yeah. Um, and I am going to um, shoot at the automaton with my bow. All right. You, uh, uh, with Idrisil's old Ocran bow. Yeah. Uh, dun, 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 dun. All right, Did you forget there we go. Him? There he goes. Any moment that arrow's coming. 
Here it comes. Oh my God. What am I? What the hell am I doing? Any second. Sorry. We got it. Any moment now. There we go. All right. Coming out. Uh, 23 to hit. You, you missed. That was totally worth the wait. Iggy, you're up. Hold on. Yafane's going to attack. Uh, Yafane can go. <laughs> okay. Jesus. So uh, much. There we go. A 30 to hit for Yafane with Yathane her jaw attack. Grabs onto some cable and rips hard. He will do 12 points of damage. What 12 points hell? of damage? That's nice. almost as much as a very expensive acid arrow. Damn it! <laughs> bird for the win. <laughs> nice, oh, Iggy. Anders just so, off kicking up rug somewhere. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> I have a question. It's all, uh, Automaton is, is holding Brenros still, correct? Um, yes. Would I still get flanking bonus? No, he is, uh, no. I didn't think so, but I had to ask. I am going to move over here, and I'm going to attack it, trying to hit the arm that it's holding uh, Brenrose. Okay, take a minus one to hit. A 31. 31's a hit. You hit the arm. Brenrose, that'll give you a bonus to try and escape later. 25 points of damage. That's there almost like two acid arrows worth <laughs> of damage. <laughs> Smash! More, more chunks go flying off. The, the thing is, there's grinding noises and smoke coming out. Uh, you have uh, an action left, I think? Uh, I, I have two actions left. You moved and you attacked. Oh, I did move. Yeah, you're right. Um, ah! And I'll smash at it again. All right. With a 28. 28 is a hit. Brutal. Icky from behind. That was a great tumble. 17 points of damage. 17 points of damage is... (laughs) The creature has chunks fallen off. It has let go of Sir Brenros uh, because that uh, connecting joint in its arm has been severed by your giant uh, maul, Iggy. Uh, Brenros, it still has a grab of you around the neck, though. Just the arm is not connected to <laughs> the it. Arm's the arm's not machine. connected, okay. Uh, and the machine is wavering, and it is ready to make some brutal final attacks, but Brenros gets to go before it does. Take that, you pile of bolts! Brenros nonchalantly swings the arm back as though it were a heavy metal scarf <laughs> and begins hacking into this creature again, if that is possible. That. Not a good roll here. 18. 18. The, the hand around your throat's throwing you off. Too much. Going for a second attack. A 22 and 20, no flanking. 22. You miss again. Miss again. Oh. I'm, I'm. Come on, Red Rose! <laughs> are, are you, you do have flanking bonus. Do I? You should with me there. Yes. Oh, I should, yes. You should. And also, should. Uh, how much damage? I only show you've taken five points of wounds, Red Rose. Correct. Uh, that was a 20-point hit that you laid on me. My shield absorbed 10. Oh, you spread it out in here. that. split it with 5 and 5. So All right, cool. Uh, your second attack does hit with flanking. Fantastic. Good catch, Iggy. 
That is a juicy 12 points of damage. That's how it uh, feels! Sir Brenros, <laughs> you can take it down. Oh, what the f- <laughs> uh, Having seen Iggy remove chunks of this, just opens up this beautiful opportunity for him to just jam his sword into the gearing that is uh, menacing in front of him and it just chunk, 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 chunk and gear starts spitting out of its chest and it looks like it's going to eat the sword entirely but it ultimately just stops and clumps down heavily. Smoke is kind of filling the room but the chaos is settling down and uh, Phineas Stumblepot says, well done, well done everyone, good work. There's not more of these. Uh, uh, and start looking into the other no. rooms just to make sure there's none. <laughs> Brenros, you check out the other Someone's rooms. Rubbing you... his chest, being like, "I hope not." <laughs> you see no other machines, Iggy. You are standing on a mm-hmm. body. Sure am. Ah. By the by. What? Uh, uh, and Phineas uh, is going over and he's uh, checking out this machine. Ooh, interesting. Very interesting. Xander is immediately next to Phineas trying to do the same thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you noticed that too. Oh, you've got You're a keen eye. each other's oh. beards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Iggy, you want to do something? Yeah, yeah. Let me tell me a story about this body right at my feet. Uh, it is of a dwarf, and as you roll him over, he has been punched uh, through and concaved a big section of his chest, uh, opened up a wound that spread blood everywhere. Uh, his face, you think, has taken another brutal hit, but then you realize it hasn't. He is just missing half of his nose. Oh, uh, what, el- what else is in that room? Uh, there is, there's a whole bunch of other rugs they haven't uh, gotten out onto display yet. There is a small chest and uh, the other room next door where the children got knocked into uh, has a little sleeping area for him as well. Uh, can I check his body specifically, well, looking for anything, but specifically the chalice? You start looking for any and all chalices on his body. Phineas uh, with you, Zanner, says, I had no idea they would use my uh, my fire, my firepower, my power source of fire for such a creation. Very intriguing, very intriguing. How is it that you were able to make something that could power something so strong? It's what I do. I I invent such crazy things. I've even invented a far more stable power source. Uh, if you throw too much cold at that particular power source, it could erupt and destroy everything within a 10-foot radius. So it was quite a bit of a gamble when I threw that goo uh, next to the knight's face, but it turned out well, I would say. What? What was that about? Nothing! Explain? Nothing! <laughs> And the I, missing half his nose. When are we looking for someone like that? Yeah, this is, this is the guy. This is the shop owner. This yep. is what's his name? This is Grommel. Grommel. And that, that small box you talked about, is that about chalice-sized box that may might be? The chest. There's a small chest. chest. Yeah. You could fit multiple chalices in that chest. Yes. Hopefully f- three of them. Actually, two. two of We're them. down two. to two. You're right, you're right. 
Um, so yeah, so Sildren will go over to the chest, uh, examine it, and then provided he doesn't find anything weird, he can open it. All right, Sildren, you open up the chest, uh, and actually you find it is locked. You turn around, you see Iggy pull out a key and hand it to you from the body. You take the key, you unlock the chest, and inside uh, there is no chalice of any kind. There are two sacks uh, in there that have some coins to help run the shop. Well, they're going to help run our adventures. Now. <laughs> Your adventures. <laughs> uh, you grab the coins. It totals 42 gold pieces you are taking from the weaves of the world. Nice. So do I find anything besides the key on uh, poor Gremel here? You do. You find, you find he has a rather stylish-looking sling, a weapon used uh, to sling stones around uh, on him that he uh, apparently was even trying to use, you think, uh, mid-combat before he was crushed to death. Jex quietly puts his sling away. Realizing <laughs> 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 how... how. <laughs> How how much it didn't work. It's a little embarrassed he even took it out to begin with. Phineas says to you, uh, uh, Brenros, uh, would you mind uh, 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 seeing if you could uh, get my cart outside? I have a small cart uh, just around the corner and bring it here. I could use some help. I, I was expecting maybe uh, some weight, but nothing of this magnitude. I need to get this back to my workshop, if you please. What are you going to do with it at your workshop? You're not going to rebuild it, are you? Uh, heavens no, I have no intention. This this is just a terror. This is a hack job. Look at this. Look how easily you were able to take apart its armor. I would never build something so gauche. <laughs> well, what are you going to do with it then? I thought you said this was your. I wasn't there. Never mind. What are you going to do with it? <laughs> I am going to make sure the power source is stable and removed, and I'm going to destroy the power source uh, in a safe manner for good, and I'm going to see exactly uh, how this was constructed, and I have some ideas that I might be able to know whom created it as well. Ooh, Ooh I can so. help! Renros reluctantly, as he's uh, searching through some rugs and whatnot with this command to go get the card, he's just doing that on the way out the door, just kind of casually flipping things up and looking under them and then- Rousing some rugs in the meantime. (laughs) No chalices in here. Uh, And goes out to his cart and tries to retrieve it. You go out, you find a cart, uh, small, sad looking uh, uh, horses out there. Uh, You bring the cart over in the rain and uh, Phineas uh, calls out to you as well, Iggy, since you've got some big burly muscles. Uh, Could I impose upon you to uh, help with- No. Oh, (laughs) so sorry. Uh, Iggy Iggy wants to continue poking around like the bedroom, the area looking, for the chalice. All right, make a perception roll, Iggy. Yeah, and Sildren's gonna search the other rooms, like his Ren- sleeping quarters. Renros on a whim is figuring this thing might've just been big enough to just walk on it. So he's gonna look at the underside of his feet 
and make sure he hasn't stepped on the chalice. Okay. <laughs> that is awesome. I wish I had thought of that. That'll be great. Go on this long multi-series quest just to find it was on the foot of the automaton the whole time. Oh. Uh, with a natural one, Iggy just falls into the bed and uh, takes a nap. <laughs> he, he, he couldn't fall asleep. Sir Brenros just keeps snoring all night long. Dwarf-sized bed. Jix, wanna, uh, yeah. Jix wants to take that that uh, sling. Uh, you gonna have to take it from me. Jix takes it from you, Sleepy Bear. And okay. Jix, you now have uh, this sling on your uh, possession. Is it any better than the one I had already? Jim. And Jix, uh, you too feel sleepy now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a trap! And you follow it. Uh, Jix, you would have to spend some time with it uh, to figure that out. Uh, Brenros, your um, Phineas is saying, can you can you grab what should be the the head, sir? Uh, please. Brenros is looking around for what he's pointing at, and we'll try to fetch it. All right, so he's pointing at the automaton. Oh, goes and picks it up. All right, you start. To move it. You start heaving. He is able to detach the other arm. Uh, this should help with the weight. And then let's get this uh, into the cart. Brenros uh, pulls the hand off his neck, dude. Okay. Uh, hang, on, you... hang on, I want to try some science. Xander straightens his hat and casts prestidigitation on the automaton to try to pull out the power source from the middle of it. Okay. Where he thinks it might be. Um, you cast prestidigitation, it does not give. It's locked in there. I'm tired. Uh, Phineas and Brenros are moving this automaton into the cart. Uh, Brenros, you're doing the, the lion's share. He's just kind of, he's uh, doing it. You're able to get it into the cart. And Phineas says, if only I had some sort of top or something, I don't want to alarm any people out on the street. It's a rug shop. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> now, which one? Which one? <laughs> because I'm not bringing the rug back. And he shops for a rug. It just so takes the one with blood all over it and throws it at him. He ducks that. Why are you so rude, sir? I have done nothing to you, and you've been nothing but unfair and unsavory towards me. I don't believe he slept well. I don't think any of us slept well. <laughs> why why, why didn't crabby. you guys sleep well? Something wrong with the beds? Not me! No. Uh, just got, just, just let mother know. She'll things, fix it all up for you. Things weighing on our minds. Okay. Fellows mostly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, directing a conversation to uh, Phineas Brynros uh, asks, um, you had dealings with this uh, uh, this, uh, uh, Gamel, whatever his name was. Grummel, yes. Grummel, yes. Grummel? Grummel. It's written on my shield. I, I, um, <laughs> you didn't notice, uh, Chalice, but did, did he have any other dealings? It's very important that we find this particular item. Uh, 
I I cannot say for sure unless uh, I get this automaton back to my workshop. Uh, you're more than welcome to accompany me if you'd like. I, I might have some information about where it's come from. I sold this power source as in two separate uh, dealings to a, uh, a representative, let's say, and I was not thinking they were capable of putting them together or into anything like this. So I, I really need to get inside and see if this automaton has a VIN number equivalent in this fantasy world <laughs> to see what's going on. You so have maybe there was, and I am by your side. There, there was a fence between you and 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 the dead the dead goblin here. Dwarf. Oh. Dead dead dwarf. Sorry. Dead dwarf. Oh, I how know. dare you? How dare you? Yeah, of sorts. Um, and you have a I, name. I don't know until I get it to my workshop. You no, no, don't no. listen. What? What? You don't know the name of the guy? I don't know who you're talking about. I'm starting to talk like Sanders' dad. <laughs> <laughs> don't make him do it. Don't He's make me sound like your dad. We're going to go with you. I want to go with him. Can I go with him? He has a workshop. Can I see? He does science. Of course. He lies. Science. Don't it's fall for his lies. Um, Renrose, you're muted. I like to play act on my side with both sides. <laughs> Renrose, level two mime. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, he is saying, yes, if anyone wants to come, if, if you, pointing to Renrose, and you, pointing to Xanner, uh, are interested, you're certainly welcome to come. I certainly uh, owe you a tour of the workshop if you're so inclined as... I dare say you saved my life. Had you not been here, I would probably end up like a pulp on the floor myself. Probably. So you owe most of that to Ignal and and, and Sildren. Where are they anyway? Uh, Sildren's been, well, yeah, Ignal sleeping, and Sildren's yeah. been kind of going through the rooms, also looking for a ledger of any kind um, that might record uh, business dealings and such. Okay, uh, you do find a ledger. It uh, does have uh, very bland-looking uh, accounts in there. Nothing out of the ordinary, except it does mention a costly purchase in the town of Tabernry. Okay, uh, following that uh, purchase, uh, what information can I derive from it? Uh, it lists the name of the shop and uh, a price of 25 gold. You know the shop, you've been there. Uh, so it's nothing new other than to confirm it, um, what you found. But then there you know, doesn't you know. appear to be any sale associated with that beyond Correct. that? Correct. In, in, okay. in, intake of the item only. Okay. Uh, Ignal comes out of the bedroom like, Oh, that was a good nap. Uh, where's the chalice? You destroy it already? Right, we found it. We found the chalice. Falling from the front there. I haven't found it yet, but he might have some answers. Who might have some answers? It's this, not here? This inventor-ish. Yeah, he doesn't say anything. Phineas Tumblepot! This Phineas Tumblepot. Know, knows where the chalice is? Uh, he might have some answers. He has did to you go look? to his workshop. And I was looking in the bedroom here. I didn't find it. Or did you check everywhere else? <laughs> Let me check the bedroom. Yeah, Sildren's I, I been through it. the it's rest. 
Is there anything uh, else to value around, Tom? The, uh, nope. Janner, Janner, you still got that magic, that magic detection going on there, bud? Thank you, Tim. Sure. Uh, Xander, you de- you detect nothing magical. Hmm. Uh, Brenros, not wanting to be uh, uncouth or uncivil in this regard, uh, leaving a dead body just lying in the middle of a shop. Uh, are there services? Hey, it was here before we got here. <laughs> what if we just rolled it up in a rug? Open the trunk. Put it in the car. Put, put it, it in. in the trunk. Went to the river. Just went out. No one would know. And we sold the rug. Um, are there services for for this type of thing? For dead people, absolutely. People who will come and claim the uh, oh. unfortunate. Yeah, they're cleaners from John Wick. John Wick. Show up for one piece of gold. Bring out your dead. <laughs> one for dinner, please. Uh, there are not any services like that that you're aware of, no. It's unfortunate, but I'll have to make uh, some note of it for future temple work. Okay. Okay. Uh, are you going with them, Brenrose, Xander? Yes. Xander right. really, really, really wants to go with him. The three of them climb onto the wagon and roll off. I think if we've um, cleared out the, like, there's nothing else to find out here in this place, I would say we should go with them. Yeah. So all six of us is going to go rolling down to the shop. Okay. Probably locking up this place, too, as we... Yeah. 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 Closed (laughs) sign. (laughs) Yeah. Open, coming in house. Okay, you guys till further notice. Uh, you guys head off uh, and follow him. There's not enough room on the cart for all of you, but you uh, go through town with this nice rug on top of this robot. And how is the health situation for the whole group? Um, yeah, I think Iggy's the only one that's wounded. I'm gonna using my staff. I'm gonna heal him twice. Um, I'm just gonna do it as a level two heal if that's all right, just because it's all gonna. Equate. Does, does that uh, exhaust you for the day? Uh, it takes yeah. charges off of the staff. Well, let me it's... let me do uh, let me let Brenros do his lay on hands. Yeah, lay okay. on hands for that would be... it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, just following behind Ignal and whoever needs healing, and just kind of chanting a prayer as he's walking along with them and healing them as we go. All right. Uh, you are able to do so. It takes a while, so you can do that three times. You can heal three times. Three times. That's 18 per. I think that should take oh. care of everyone. Yep. You only need to do it twice. All right. Okay. You guys... So then you can heal yourself the third one. All right, I'll do that. Yeah. Macarena style. Thank, thank you, <laughs> Sir Brenner. Macarena <laughs> style? Da, 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 da. <laughs> That's laying on hands. I, okay. I've seen Brenner's do this. All right. <laughs> yeah, every time. All praises. Every time. He does it. He does it twice to Iggy, and then he's just going. Ducker, 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 ducker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys walk through town and you head towards uh, the workshop of Phineas Tumblepot. He takes you to his shop, which is a stone building. It's got all sorts of strange metal contraptions, like a water wheel with barely any water flowing down through a gutter. There's a, a, a wind uh, a spinning fan that's catching some wind. He's got weird rain collector that's working. He's got weird uh, metal doors that he walks 
up and pulls a lever and the doors start to crank open. Everything's very mechanical, gear related. Um, and it's in a slightly isolated neighborhood, so he doesn't get too many strange looks from the neighbors. And motions for you guys to come on in as he uh, gets the cart inside. And he says, welcome to my uh, humble uh, workshop. Uh, I hope you uh, are warm and comfortable. Come in, close the door behind you by pulling that lever there. And uh, you're welcome to uh, have a seat uh, over on the uh, the kitchen area. And it's kind of- What does this do? No, don't, don't, don't pull that knob. What does this do? Is this no, a button? I like buttons. There, are, the buttons are are the red buttons are off limits at all costs. Now, if you would have a seat, and to make the seats appear, you pull that lever, uh, and he points to his kitchen area. It's like a wide open warehouse. He's converted into a workshop slash home. Xander's doing exactly what he's doing. He's, he's going to pull the lever first, just beat everyone to it. Ooh! <laughs> neat! And Runs over to the next thing. All right, chairs come out uh, next to this table that's on the wall, and uh, you uh, he comes over. Uh, he's getting Brenros to help him move the automaton off of the cart as well. Big bang, and hits the ground, and he says, I'll, I'll get my tools uh, and start to take a look. Uh, and, oh, hey, Hey, uh, before that, you might you might have interest in this. And he has everyone gather around the chairs, and it's like this, uh, uh, I don't know, like a small sandwich shop might have a counter up against the wall, and the chairs you pulled with the lever rose up next to it. On that countertop, it's a metal countertop, are uh, small little divots uh, in the countertop itself with some strange uh, metal probes sticking out of those divots. And he says, "Uh, come close and, and take a look at this. And he takes some metal cups and he puts them and slides them into the divots and uh, points to Xander and says, pull that ever other lever uh, right there. <laughs> you pull it and everyone just kind of stands there. Wait for it. Just wait. <laughs> All right, pull it again. Pull it again. Wait, 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 wait. You pull it again and beer flows into the cups up through their base and bubbles up. And you guys all have fresh beverages. What right is there. this wonderful machine? I want one. <laughs> I Science is great. <laughs> Drink up, drink up a, a, a toast to uh, to th- these uh, wonderful new heroes who have saved my life today. J- Jix removes sucks. his cup and and tries to pull some empty flasks and, and vials out and fill those. As it- he is not paying attention while you are incredibly <laughs> successful at this. Jix is filling things up while he turns around to cheers with someone. Jix puts his whole mouth on it for a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just, can I call you Phineas, Mr. Stumblepot? You're great. Nick, I have a question for you. Oh, no. Instantly, Xander is gone. He explained the Inglorious Bards drinking game. Hello, fans. You need to explain the scientific term alcohol by volume. I just wanted to ask you a question. Jix wanted me to ask you a question. If he happened to accidentally hit the red button on that thing over there, what, 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 what would happen? Do you know what the word expunge means? I don't, I don't. It sounds fancy. (laughs) It's very fancy. Like my criminal record? (laughs) (laughs) One one button expunge, the other exsanguinate. (laughs) 
it's, it's just for asking because uh, they needed to know. Um, if I hit all three of those buttons at the same time, is that is that okay? Um, does anyone have a way to re- to, to detain this uh, wonderful, cheerful gnome for a bit? <laughs> Let's give me a hug! It's, it's, it's your problem now, and like, Sildred wanders off. <laughs> Xander, my cup's empty. Hit that lever a couple more times. I got that lever! I'm gonna... Ah! <laughs> he goes over to the machine and starts uh, working on it. Yes, this is uh, a very simplistic uh, power source that I I put together. I sold, as I mentioned, and didn't think it was uh, going to be put to such use. Uh, I'm I'm rather embarrassed to see it uh, used for such nefarious purposes. As you should be. Oh my. <laughs> I offer you a warm shelter under from the rain and beverages, and you insult me, sir. It's, it's the sleep. It's, it's, it's really taken hold to a couple of these. Well, you some of you are an absolute delight. Some Curious. of you. Uh, but you, you said you might have some answers uh, that would help us find what we were looking for. Well, if this is where it's come from, uh, I I think, and he starts doing some more things and opens up the uh, machine, gives a piece of your chipped off sword back to you, Burnrose, he found inside. Oh, that's sad. And and says, yes, this is, this is not, uh, this isn't exactly what I thought uh, it was from that house. I believe... Uh, this is the work of House Vass in particular. House Vass. Does Jix recognize that name? Absolutely, Jix. Jix, you know there are several houses, about four in the city of Mirskan that are of prominence uh, with a lot of influence in town. House Vass uh, deals a lot with um, thievery, coercion, and manipulating things to get their way. Well, you look like you have some knowledge of it, Jix. <laughs> are you a house vass? Are you? Are you? V- it's hey, pronounced vase. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> well, it's, uh, they're kind of known around town as being uh, influencers. Maybe dabbling in thievery. Thieves. That uh, that that begs the question: Are you part of House Vass? Who Seems are you like asking? Fit in there. Who are you asking? Uh, Jix. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm part of House Shummerall. Idiot. Mm. Seem to be missing something. We just changed our rest of the Can we slow down the flow of beer? (laughs) 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 It's starting to disintegrate. Uh, Jix, make a society roll, please. Society. Uh, Society, or do you want me to do Mirskon lore? Mirskon lore, either one. I forgot you had that. Mirskon will give you more details. Yeah, it also gives me more, seven more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, you know what? Let me hero point that. Yeah, I would hero point that. And you rolled pretty low. I rolled a three. That's yeah, I would totally hero. Oh no! Oh. Roll a two. 
<laughs> I'd totally hear a point. That. So uh, with, a, with, a, with, a, a, with a three that turned into a two, uh, I got 13. For 13. You only know about House Vass is uh, they are dangerous. And what I told you before, that's all you know about them. All right. That's... Do you relay that information? I do. Why are they? Why are they dangerous, Jix? Well, they have a reputation on the streets and in the underground. I, I mean, I don't know much about them. How do the How do the houses here in Mirskan work? Are there a certain number of them? Like, if one house falls, does another one rise? Well. The houses, as you know, Jix, I'll I'll give it to you. It okay. are there are four of them. They are based on nobility. They've been around for a very long time. There is no replacement like that. They're always vying for power and have their own different goals that coincide or don't with each other or other organizations. Okay. So okay. So like okay. <laughs> Iggy is totally, totally with it. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Phineas says, yes, I, I, I sold the, the, my power sources uh, to uh, a buyer named Montre. Uh, not a particularly uh, friendly fellow, uh, but again, I certainly did not expect this. I've been trying to replicate an older technology called a uh, Dinobrian uh, a shard that's much more, much more safe uh, and useful, uh, but uh, this, this is just crazy crazy dangerous uh, we could have all been killed did you see how that that man with the bird was tossed about the room <laughs> you said shard <laughs> uh, ignore him for a second but uh what, what else can your power sources do besides create monsters do you can you do good with them? I assure you, I do not create <laughs> monsters. Well, somebody created a monster with your power source. What? Why did you create the power source? For what, what good can these do? Uh, they can do all sorts of things. I have one of my um, newer shards that are powering my uh, very uh, house here and a lot of the contraptions itself. Notice there are no flames or oil burning, yet there are lights coming from the corners. The more I speak, the more I sound like a bit of a medieval Iron Man, actually. But uh, more importantly... Yeah, <laughs> give an arc reactor back there, too, bud. Yeah. Uh, more, give a miniature <laughs> version of your power source, yeah. For the nanites set. <laughs> Uh, I, I would I would like to uh, show my appreciation, uh, uh, um, uh, sir. And he says to Brenrose, and he hands you a, 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 a wrapping in cloth that's about the size of a torch, and it's heavy and metal in your hands. I appreciate your your assistance. Uh, what is? Uh, thank you. Um, what is it? Uh, I call it a, a, a grappler. You use it to fire a, a hook and you can pull something to you or have yourself uh, moved uh, to where the hook is at. I've used it once before in attaching some cabling up above uh, on my uh, ceiling. Idrisil looks at the guy um, and says, could you craft that to work with my bow? I don't know. Uh, it would take several weeks for me to test it. It's possible. 
Well, thank you for this. This is quite lovely. And I'm going to give you that item right now into the party sheet, by the way, on Fantasy Grounds. It is a one-use item. Think of it like a... Dang. Think of it like a Batman grapple. Yeah, man. That's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, Batman grapple. And then he says, and you, my other great new friend, he says, pointing to the giddy uh, Xanner. I I thank you again for your help in retrieving uh, this work of mine that has gotten into the wrong hands. No, I thank you for your help in retrieving your work. You you have pretty science. This is really (laughs) fun in here. I really like all of your science. It's scary. I don't understand anything about it, but you're great. And I smell toast. I'm going to give this. Uh, you're having a stroke. <laughs> I, I'm going to give this to your uh, your uh, your goblin friend to hold. Uh, how does that sound? Jax, he's going to give you a thing for me to hold. And, I got it, buddy. I and got Jix, it. And Jix, he hands you a small little backpack. What's in it? <laughs> he says, hold on to this backpack, and when uh, you uh, get into a, a spot of trouble, and I've tested this out just once before, uh, you can pull on the cable, and it will uh, immediately let loose uh, what I call an escape balloon. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> what, yeah, sure, thanks, guy. And he just puts it in his pack. All right. Uh, I'm giving you one... Escape balloon in <laughs> Fantasy Grounds. This is also a one-time use balloon that is very good at getting you out of trouble moderately speeded. Uh, <laughs> but it has no means of getting you down or controlling your direction in any way. Get you out of trouble and could amazing. get you quickly back into it. <laughs> oh, dang it. Jix, you stole it too fast. I was going to read about it. It's gone Sorry. now. Sorry, I, I took it. He handed it to you. We should attach one of those balloons to that uh, that dwarf body. We can make all sorts of problems just to just <laughs> disappear. <laughs> <laughs> On the not so windy day, there's just a cemetery. <laughs> the party's been through here. Okay. Uh, Brenros would like to uh, check this construct that he really doesn't have any knowledge about, but uh, he mentioned House Vast, and so he's looking for uh, visual indicators like uh, crests or different things like that. Alright, you do see such a crest uh, uh, there. It looks like it's been scratched out, uh, but not very well, but you do see a crest on there that you can identify. Uh, and by the way, his shop, now that I think about it, kind of almost has this mechanical steampunk Willy Wonka vibe to it. That's what's coming in my... The exact... Uh, really? In my yeah. vision. <laughs> it's either that or one of those uh, old spy movies where, like, you know, he pulls a lever and the fireplace moves and it becomes a bar. And, you know. Yeah. He, fr- he gets out some food for you guys uh, to make sure you're comfortable. And he also asks, well, while you guys are uh, getting some food, all your still stuff from breakfast... Uh, you mentioned something about a chalice? 
one of we all go quiet. <laughs> yeah. It's like awkward silence. <laughs> yes, there's a whole bunch of cops that are really full of evil and they don't have any place to be in the world. There's five of them total because they all came out of Calvi Calavier and we had to steal three of them, but we didn't have to steal them. We actually got them given to us, but we destroyed three of them before because we got a fire smith that did it. Everything. just shoves a beer we were survivors. <laughs> Xander is uh, out for the time being. <laughs> Drunk one. Not part of the conversation for the next Gross few is moments. keeping pace at Xander's speed, doing the exact same story. <laughs> and, and and most of what he said is true. Yes, we are, we are uh, these uh, these chalices are part of the uh, the honor of uh, Calavier, and they were stolen, and we are trying to find them. Well, I'm beginning to have my suspicions, and sometimes I'm a bit slow in the social scene, that you are not necessarily rug dealers. What? I don't know how <laughs> you would get that idea. Friend Rose completely oblivious. <laughs> why would you think we were rug dealers? Oh, just meeting you in the shop. And why would you phrase it rug dealer like that? <laughs> <laughs> rug merchants, thank you. <laughs> It's called a weave supplier. <laughs> came along to find the scrimmel, and, and apparently we found him dead. Uh, but we stumbled across you, which is very fortunate. No, well, not rug dealers. Uh, well, then uh, you have an air of a soldier about you, sir. Is, do I have that correct? Yes, indeed. You speak to a uh, knight of the vigilant. Uh, Renros, Aldrin. Oh! Sir. <laughs> <laughs> no need to call me sir, but it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, I have never had a knight's uh, present before. Uh, here, uh, let me see if I can help out with that. And he continues chatting while loudly hammering away at your shield and is repairing it over time. Oh, nice. How's that for a little bit? It didn't take that much damage. He's not fantastic at it. How much damage did it take? Only five points. Oh yeah, he's hammering away and getting some dents out. This is quite the nice, quite the nice uh, protective uh, piece of equipment you have. Yes, very nice. Be careful with the filigree. <laughs> uh, I would say uh, you're. Uh, I have no knowledge uh, about chalices. I'm afraid. Uh, if if I find anything out, I will certainly pass it along. I do appreciate that more eyes to keep and uh, keep a lookout for uh, but this information that you've given us just now by staring at this uh, creation uh, will no doubt lead to something good I would be cautious if you have any dealings with uh, Montre of House Vass they are dangerous folks with a lot of blades at their disposal. Uh, if I were not so desperate for money, I would have never dealt with them myself. If you decide to even so much as uh, insult the man, I would make sure you are not around him much and do not give your name whatever you do. They are very good, these houses, at tracking down people they do not agree with. Why, why, you, need, why you need money? Well, well, look, this takes quite a lot of upkeep, and my, my, my beer tab is going through the roof now, or at least yours are. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is, uh, it's quite I thought they expensive. were free refills. Well, the first one's free. <laughs> Just the first one. Uh, well, perhaps you could, uh, return the favor? Reach around. Return the favor for what? I feel like we did do a favor already by yeah, not you letting still you get killed. Ah. I'm talking about the favor for for the excellent drinks. Yes. Reach around. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> How can we, uh, we assist you? Uh, there's uh, uh, an associate of mine who is looking for some information, and uh, it's a little out of my way, and perhaps you could get that information for me. In return for uh, uh, something worth your while. I don't have money, but I have, I have, I have contacts and, 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 and rumors and legends. Science, right? Science! Science! <laughs> science! He slides a metal bucket over your way, by the way, Xander. That looks very Xander's, nice. Xander's hat is very deep. <laughs> it's all extra droopy. <laughs> it's moist at the Um, I. Uh, <laughs> Oh my! I yeah, the bucket was on the other side. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Let me invent a Roomba very quickly. Oh, it just smears. You don't want to. <laughs> uh, um, wow! Wow! I feel so much better. Um, Jix, Jix scoops up a little bit. In a vial. Uh, of Xander's. Uh, uh, worst. Jix, you're so gross. Nothing, I'm not doing nothing. I'm telling mother about this. Don't tell oh, mother yeah. about oh, this. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get a pinstone spanking later. Phineas. <laughs> <laughs> You've been the nicest gnome I've ever met other than me. And I was wondering if there's any way that we could repay you for your lovely drinks. Um, uh, if you if you have a, a few coins to throw my way, that would I, certainly not go amiss. I don't have any coins, but I wanted to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. And oh. look what I made for you. And I cast Prestidigitation to make a little kind of maybe gooey type of Mr. Wiggles. My, my fluffy little bunny. <laughs> All right. My little Ms. Wiggles bunny. It's not Instead to clean up your sick, ass. but you create a little bunny. Instead of digitation to clean up his yeah. I didn't, didn't try that, but this is for you. Oh, thank Here's, you. It's Flubber. Here you go. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, that's, uh, that's very nice of you. I'll put it in a special spot. And he takes it and puts it in a bucket nearby. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save that for later. Thank Coin you. Coin is certainly the very least we can do. Uh, Renrose will produce four very precious coins uh, of gold uh, to hand over to him. 
You're paying four gold. You're giving four gold to him. Giving the, the, four gold, which is I'm guessing almost the extent All of everything he's Brent got. Rest. I know. <laughs> this is I'm this honor is bound to representation of my family's estate. <laughs> yes. It's all I have. He leans over to Iggy. By the way, can I borrow four gold coins? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all yours. Do you have a bank nearby? I need to make a wire transfer from Calavier. Uh, well, uh, I, if uh, if you are determined to find your doom, uh, uh, I can tell you where to find uh, Montre. I can uh, 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 look for some uh, assistance from you. Uh, you're welcome to uh, stay here, uh, uh, Mr. Zanner, and mm. uh, and sleep off your 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 delightful morning drinks. Uh, if you'd like, and we can certainly talk more about science, which you're a little more uh, focused. Um, yes. Yes. I feel. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. I'm glad to call two and a half of you friends. <laughs> <laughs> which half? He nods at you, Jix. <laughs> Jix nods back. The king of the hammerheads. Bid you thanks. All right, excellent. So, I just want a clarification real quick because Jeremy's a little shaken. Are we? Are you guys getting information? Not getting information? Xander's hanging out. I just so, nodded to that. I, I think Xander's just chilling, right? Till he sobers up. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah Brenner's just collected just the base information to, for. House yeah, we need to get information where Montre is, which he was going to tell us, and then he was going to tell us, give us a something else to do. But I think we favor, possibly, right? yeah, it was do this or maybe give some coin. I gave some coin. We have no time for side quests. <laughs> Done. <laughs> we have to pay to make those go away. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> do we get the experience from them though? That's yeah, really right. the question. <laughs> Okay, so back to my question then. Yeah. What the hell? Where and where going? is where is Montre? You're at, oh, you're asking that. We're back in. Yeah. <laughs> back uh, in. Uh, he. I've had all my dealings with him at the rather uh, posh uh, uh, tavern uh, that he owns, uh, and I would recommend I would recommend not uh, seeking him out. Uh, but if you did, I would recommend being cautious. Uh, and uh, you could find him at his place called uh, the Foamy Trumpet. I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll come up later. I'm sure. Is that uh, in Copperdown? Yes, it is. Okay, little one. Have you had dealings with anybody else from the House of Vass? Uh, no, just him. He's uh, a rather uh, serious, intense individual, but he did pay well. Uh, if I just ask that uh, you don't uh, mention my name or that I have reclaimed this property. He's a, uh, we will do that. Um, but he is a merchant. He is, you know, Oh no, he is a member of the house. He does as he pleases. Very good. 
<laughs> you mean he He's doesn't a... have to earn a living? Uh, n- uh, no, he he has uh, he has dealings in Copperdown of sorts that I don't that I know better than to ask about. He's a thug, a gangster, somebody despicable. Despicable and stands against the law and probably everything it holds for. I would raise my shield against such a man. He hands you your shield. It is fixed. (laughs) (laughs) He contains. Go do that. Very fine work. In in fact, is it fine work? (laughs) It's yes. Okay. Very fine work. Better than the yes. As you can see, just pull this lever on the shield. (laughs) (laughs) Boots. You added a button to my shield. (laughs) No. Red button. It's on the front. I don't know. Boots a red detonate button on the front of the shield facing your enemies. It's like a, a Claymore this Claymore, way. I was thinking the same yeah. thing. Yeah, this end out. Don't think you're supposed to hold this. It was so great meeting you, Mr. Timblepot. I hope that we get to science again very soon. You are always welcome back here. You're going to be okay, Zenner. Are you going to be okay? <laughs> Is anybody going to be okay? We're fine. You're f- I'm fine. I'm a gnome. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I'm a gnome, bitch. Hey, just so, just so we'll like be patting uh, Zenner on the back. I think he meant people die. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we work out alright you guys head out you bid farewell he closes the door gives you a wave and uh, gets back to work disassembling this automaton you guys are uh, back out in the rain and watch your plan what is how are we going to deal with this Montre fellow yeah yeah, um, the uh, the no. is gonna deal with them. Careful. I, I I mean <laughs> I do gotta warn you guys. The, the, he's got a lot of he's got a lot of family. He's got a lot of shorts as as uh, uh, finished our shed. He might be it's, holding he's not a chalice. That we can... All right. Well, yeah. I say we bring House Vast down, and we bring up uh, House Heavybringer. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I didn't pay attention that much in my tutoring classes, but I don't think that's how it works here in Michigan. While we're talking, uh, Brenros is trying to keep Xanner upright and stumble <laughs> out into the traffic of the street. Jex, you mean this isn't like a Montague Capulet situation? <laughs> we can't just start a street ride and. Are we through? No. We just walk around biting our thumbs. <laughs> Jigsaw, imagine it. You could be uh, when when you inherit House uh, Dukram here. We could like rule the city how, how together. Summerall. Summerall. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Sorry. This yeah, is... we rule 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 this place together. I, I don't know if that'll gotten... happen. I think the beer has taken hold. There's a lot of tall talk here. I had like 19 of them. 
You've got a tube that you still drug out of there. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing a new hat, and there's a couple of uh, cups of it. <laughs> we have the wagon. We just Our put a keg on it. <laughs> I understand um, the, the dangers. Uh, if we're going to go knocking heads together, uh, we should probably rest before doing so. Um, mm. Unless we can kind of maybe speak to Montre in a more subtle fashion than we're maybe used to. Um, and maybe a little more friendly to get the information, though. We'll see. We should get some lunch. Cause I, I could use some foods. I can appreciate the tactic, but a man like uh, Montre disgusts me. He's not gonna. Um, he's not gonna negotiate, really. He might. He might make you think he is, and then uh, he'll have like seventeen people stabbing you back. How about we see if the foamy trumpet serves lunch? Have ourselves a nice meal. From what I remember, they make a great filet mignon. Well, I guess we're heading towards the foamy trumpet. All right. Or and let's we be first. <laughs> we're going to eat there. We're going to eat there. Let's, let's just <laughs> lizard on a stick. Mustard. Woo. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> now you're thinking. <laughs> I was thinking sober Xander up more than rest, but we can do both. Y yeah. Um, are there, uh, are there uh, sobering barrels around? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> Sober after the 15th time. <laughs> this is Count Rogan. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> All right. You guys leave the workshop. Be... I just picked a random Let's just gnome. Go and I'm still going. Lunch and not make a scene. And I'll yeah, kind of yeah. like meet everybody's eyes, but really linger on Jix and, um, uh, yes, you and yeah, yeah. Xanner. We're talking about not making a scene. And then Idrisil. And then Iggy. <laughs> we scouted we scout it out before Xanner's legs are just yeah. doing this. <laughs> scout it out. Yeah. Hey. All right. You guys head off through the rain and let's take our break there. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. Thanks. You find your way to the Foamy Trumpet, a rather large tavern that's only a single story. It's uh, made a lot of stone with some uh, wood sections as well. It's got a big sign outside of a trumpet with a bunch of bubbling beer foam coming out of it. And in particular, to totally derail our story, it is closed until evening time. Uh. <laughs> Ma! It's a nightclub? It is, it is nightclub-ish. 5 p.m. to 2 a.m. Uh, so... Uh, you guys can, we can just fast forward to that very easily, or if there's anything else you guys want to do in the interim, that's totally up for your grabs. Uh, I'm good. Xander is going to uh, grab the, I'm ex assuming, slightly colorful backpack with the little teeny emergency balloon from uh, Jix, if he can get it. Can't get it. <laughs> A drug Xander? Uh, I will it's distribute. Mine! It's mine! It's mine! <laughs> Everybody gets seven gold from nice. um, that yeah. from the 
42. Double so. my net worth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you guys get all this money. Yeah, right, anything? Xander, if you want to come ask for it, you can. Uh, yes. At one point, there was only four of us splitting up gold, uh, Christopher. <laughs> um, uh, well, we're going to need some place to stay. Is there some place like that around here? And an inn? Yeah, there's inn. there's inns. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Is there a day club? <laughs> Are you willing to bet that mother won't find yeah. you <laughs> if you will go to some other inn? Never mind. Where's my boy? <laughs> boys. Boys. Yeah, you all been adopted now. <laughs> Brenros, yeah, there's several inns and you can certainly uh, rent one, which reminds me. I just me, want a room. I don't want the inn. Uh, <laughs> you're going to charge this inn and that's it. <laughs> uh, that reminds me. It's been a while. Uh, let's do some cost of living now that you've just paid some money to Brenros. Let's Yay! have Brenros spend it. Uh, it's been a long time. Let's spend money for a month of uh, cost of living, and that way it covers the ends and the drinking and all the food stuff. Uh, we just do it every now and again. You can pay two gold pieces for substance. You are barely eking by. You're getting like free meals uh, at the Y, that type of a thing, and that's two gold per month. You can double that for four gold, and you can have a comfortable adventuring uh, lifestyle. Uh, so comfortable food and drink uh, and uh, a decent room. You can uh, quadruple that to 20 gold and have a rather nice uh, life lifestyle, uh, finer, finer stuff. And then you can actually pay 130 gold for the month for fine living and only the cheap price of 430 gold for extravagant living. Can I pick up a uh, comfortable living for both Ignal and Brenros? Yes, that will be what? eight gold in total. Xander uh, is also going to pay eight gold. Four gold for comfortable. Comfortable living. That's much better. I yeah, thought he was going to pay for nice. children, too. I got it! <laughs> uh, I'm such a good gnome! Jakes will subside. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, comfortable. So, All four, right. four yeah. gold. Okay. Done. You guys are set. Uh, and you have some rooms for the night if you want them. For the cost of, um, in addition to the monthly expense, uh, Brenros, from his own pocket, I appreciate the payment. Uh, would like to uh, put forward alms or tithing to the temple for Soline. Uh, Soline, yes. Uh, you go to the temple of Soline. You have a couple hours to kill, so you head there. It is in the Colonnade District. It is a district that has lots of temples. Uh, you see there's some sort of school off in the distance that looks rather complicated, some little Hogwarts-style big place. Uh, you go to the Temple of Soline. It is the huge... Uh, it is a huge temple that they are making even bigger. Uh, there's construction going on. There's tons of scaffolding and stonework being done, and they are adding uh, more and more tiers and towers to this temple of Soline. Soline is the goddess of uh, duty, of loyalty, uh, respect, and honor. And um, Sir Brenros, you go inside. Tom, and you hold pay. on one sec. One sec. Uh, Sir Brenros, is it okay? Uh, may, may I accompany you? 
course. Mm. So Sildren goes with Briar right. Penrose to the temple. Uh, you guys are there, and uh, you uh, it's very nice inside. There's still some uh, construction going on inside. There are Solene priests there, and you wanted to uh, give some money. Is that correct? Yes. Is, All right. Uh, time to tithe with, and every time this monthly expenditure comes around, it'll be a similar time to tithe. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and how much? How much is this? Uh, this. <laughs> yes. Uh, how, much will, you 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 how much do you love your goddess? <laughs> See, that's that's the thing. So she'll understand. <laughs> uh, Ignog covered me quite a bit, but that left me with an even larger tithe. So it's actually the remainder of my funds, which is uh, seventeen gold, thirty silver presently. What? Seventeen gold and thirty silver. And 30 that's a total kind of. of- 20 gold. What kind of tithe do you give to Celine? Uh, well, considering if you consider, well, the way he looks at it, it is uh, uh, all of this stuff that has happened, these last few adventures that we've done, yeah. has all been a large part of it based on her blessings and fortunes and whatnot. So he owes literally everything to her, and that can scale accordingly. <laughs> so if things go great, he owes a lot. If he doesn't go so great, then he can keep some back. So, 20 gold. There is this big brass, uh, almost looks like a cup with a really long stem, but it's about four and a half feet tall. Mm-hmm. There's a couple copper in there and a couple, couple silver. And then there's just this tink of a gold and then a tink, tink, tink of three more gold and more gold and tink, tink. And then 20 silver, tink, 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 just all pouring in, making a racket. A priest comes over, a priest of Selene, and says, uh, Sir Knight, what are you doing? This is not necessary at all. I'm paying my due tithe to Soline, who has blessed me greatly, not just with my life and the fortunes that I have, but the company I keep as well. He, he, He does the unthinkable. He starts digging the coins out of this offering. Take it! Take it! You rub his face in it. <laughs> he says, uh, 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 "Sir, the the order of the vigilant has already given their tithe uh, on behalf of the Landbury home this month. You, you, and your people have have given greatly." Soline has seen to my personal blessings, and I wish to make sure that they are repaid. Please take. Very I'm sure well. More blessings will come my way. Very well, and he takes it. May Soline uh, watch over you, and he uh, gives you a little blessing, and you feel satisfied. So Sildren's been standing there the whole time with like two gold in his hand, and then he like, <laughs> like kind of like sees what's going on, and he like guiltily like pulls out one more, and then just kind of like like looks away as he throws it in, <laughs> like. Is, All right, the sea of you gold. You wanted to come along. Yeah. Embarrassed by right. his m- measly tithe. If Sir Renos, you, you're that. done making it rain, uh, and you guys leave the temple. Xander, you have See something? some skin, priest. Come on. No, all right. Uh, anything else you guys want to do uh, before nighttime? Nope. No. Uh, is the, yeah, you know what? Xander is 
really, really Jones in on science now. So he wants to kind of gather information, kind of learn about what other science is out there. What what kind of things can people do? What levers can he push? Where are their buttons? Okay. Yeah, he's going to push some buttons, all right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, make a gather information roll. Let's see. That's interesting. Make a society roll, please. Oh, or nice. a crafting roll. I, I will also add that uh, Xander's a hobnobber. And so okay. ga- gather information happens really Quickly. quick for him in general. Society... 14! 14! You spend time talking and chatting with folks, and you get a few nods that they've seen one strange little gnome uh, who's been trying to tout his devices, but no one has very much information or interest in science. It's rude! It's so shiny! (laughs) But, oh yeah, but that's, that's, all right, makes sense. They believe what the Fox News scrolls tell them, and that's it. (laughs) Nothing else that they go for. Uh, All right. Turn the frogs gay! (laughs) Sorry. Hours slip by, and uh, it is getting dark out. You guys return to the uh, tavern called the Foamy Trumpet. You can hear some music playing as you approach. Several uh, sound of a mandolin is strumming along, and you guys enter the establishment. Uh, The place is... Uh, wide open space with a couple pillars in the middle. There are tables everywhere. It uh, has a pseudo nightclubish vibe because there is a large stage on one side and uh, there are four mandolin players that are working together and, and doing that little musician nod. They start hitting the right chords and getting into the rhythm and they're playing along. There's a bar to the right just as you enter, but it's a big wide open space with maybe a dozen tables. Uh, on the far side of this tavern, there's even some uh, four little slotted side rooms for a little bit of privacy, but uh, um, three of those four have been taken. The place is already packed with a bunch of people as well well and there's a lot of activity laughter drinking uh and a little bit of food being served several uh there's one bartender but a lot of different uh uh, bar wenches uh serving their drinks are there uh is there a bouncer of sorts you look around and make a you don't see a bouncer make a perception roll remember guys we're not here to cause any issues at the moment (laughs) No, it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, eight. Uh-huh. Eight. Jix, you see nothing uh, along those lines at all. You don't see anyone. There's a couple people with some blades uh, for self-defense, but you don't see any bouncer-related stuff. Renros feel uh, more out of place here with his full armor and presentation. Just probably want to sit off to the side. You have gotten the attention of several people nearby the door as well as the bartender. So there's a couple people that turn and see this heavily armored knight with shield uh, entering. I imagine we all stand out a little bit though, I I would think. Says the guy Says the guy with a (laughs) on his shoulder constantly. (laughs) Is it predominantly humans in here? 
Uh, no, there's a quite a bit of a mix of races uh, that are in here uh, that are all chatting and laughing, and it's loud. You guys can hear each other talk pretty well, but it's still there's a there's a lot of activity and action going on. But no, there's there's a lot of different races. You see, there's like a table of uh, uh, really drunk dwarves who've already gotten pretty hammered, and they're cheering again and slamming tankards and beer going everywhere. There's a table with. Uh, uh, a couple humans that are picking on some lizard man guy who's hiding underneath his hood and they're going, come on, and trying to make some trouble with him. Uh, and then there is uh, some lady, uh, a halfling, mm-hmm. who is just being really drunk and crazy and loud and uh, her friends are trying to keep her calm, kind of like Xander was just doing a second ago. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of different races. Okay. Her name is Zanette. <laughs> I wonder what she's drinking. That looks fun. You should go ask her. I'm gonna go ask her. Yeah. Flappy hat. Flappy yeah, Xander. Let's go. And I go with Xander. Okay. Talk to the girls. You approach uh, the table. Hello, ladies. How are we doing today? Uh, f- fine. Uh, uh, won't you join us? Oh, of course. That drink looks gorgeous. Not unlike yourselves. What this we having? most fun table in the whole place you guys are having a good time we're having a great time and I, i'm anessa and these are my friends and she uh, uh gets some uh, t- uh, ch- uh, t- uh chairs over for you guys and you join them i give them a nice bow and i say i'm the Giselle, elven ranger this is my associate Zana. i'm a champion of the gray wolf <laughs> 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 the whole place goes silent. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. The record scratch. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I need. Uh, who are the three I haven't? Uh, Brenrose, Iggy, Sildren, make perception rolls for me, please. Twenty-six. <laughs> 11. 29. Nice. 26 and 29. With a 26, Iggy, you see there is one guy at a faraway table, an attractive, very well-dressed human guy who is uh, dominating the table, holding court, and he is just loud and intense. And that's what I said, and we're going to do this. And all right, now everyone shut up and drink again. And let's let's have a great night tonight. And this is going to be amazing. And just really intense, uh, who's who's drawn your attention. Sildren, you see there are, there is a cloaked, guy, a guy wearing a yellow cloak in the corner of this tavern, kind of keeping watch on things. And you're kind of just trying not to look at him, but you're making note of him. Then you notice there are uh, two more of these fellows in yellow cloaks at different parts of this tavern. Very subtle in the yellow cloaks. I'm sure they don't stand out at all. Oh, they stand out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they do. Check. Security written on the cloak. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch of the uh, never mind. <laughs> good, good job, you just said that was amazing. I'll just, go for, I'll just go for a drink. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it just so I was talking to the girls. 
Zan, I'm gonna leave you here with these ladies. Can you take ladies? Can you take care of my friend for a minute? I'm gonna get us some drinks. Oh, we'll take care of him. <laughs> Zan, no fire. And I, uh, I just go to the bar. All right. But on my way to the bar, I look at kind of our uh, posse and I see what everyone's doing, and I notice Sildren looking awkwardly, time to time, at these three guys. So I, I'm very subtle about it. You would yeah. not be able to tell. Okay, never mind. All right. <laughs> I'll <I'll> and, <laughs> and Brimrose, I have you standing like a statue next to the door. What about you, Iggy and Sildren? And Jix? Uh, I'm going to find a table. You find a table. There is one. There's, there's a couple left. Yeah, you find a table. Yeah. Yeah, Sildren will sit down with Iggy. All right. Jix uh, wants to go up to the bartender. All right, you meet Idrisil at the bar, sitting at one of the uh, stools at the bar, facing away from it at the uh, rest of the tavern, is one of these fellows in a red cloak. He just kind of looks at you guys, but then doesn't pay much attention. Idrisil and Jix, you guys meet at the bar at the same time. The bar's got some a bunch of different drinks back there, a bunch of uh, kegs of uh, all mm. sorts of good stuff, and says, uh, what are you having? Uh, Jix, Jix puts his hand on the on the counter and kind of strums his fingers on the counter a little bit with he has his house signet ring on and uh, he says to the bartender um, I'd like to buy a drink for my friend Mr. Mr. Bash uh, I don't know anyone by that name do you mean uh, the owner Montre? That's what I mean. Don't be an ass. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Don't be an ass. I'm looking for bass. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, uh, Corey, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get him something. What, what, are you, what are you buying? Um, how about one of his, one of his favorite, uh, one of his favorite oak barrel selections? All right. One Tell- Shirley Temple. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him it's, uh, it's from the Goblin of Summerall, and that he would like to speak to him. Oh, God, he has another nickname. All right. <laughs> he says, uh, of course. Uh, just just give, me a, give me a moment. Give me a moment. Idrisil, did, did you want to do anything? Uh, Idrisil, uh, can I get a virgin daiquiri and a uh, beer? It's all beer. Uh, he gets you set up with that. <laughs> uh, the music stops and the four mandolin players uh, bow and everyone claps. The bartender is making this drink for Montre per your request, Jix. Uh, how many? How much coin are you throwing his way? Uh, two silver pieces. That'll cover it. Uh, you toss the silver his way and he puts the drinks on a tray, walks through the back door, starts talking about Goodfellas lines, goes through the kitchen. No, wait a minute, that's, that's good. Uh, no, he uh, takes the drink over and hands it to uh, one of the lady servers and she heads over towards one of the tables and it is the loud, intense, uh, rakishly handsome fellow I mentioned earlier and she brings the drink over to there as some juggler comes onto the stage and starts juggling some balls and he takes the drink and the bartender points all the way over back at the bar uh, over at you, Jix, and he kind of looks at you. And Jix just 
gives him gives him a nod. Gives him the sweet nod, the James yeah. Bond nod. <laughs> <laughs> the half chin. Oh, you don't lick your lips. <laughs> I pre-salted that for you. <laughs> lick the rim, Andre. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not. There's say another episode named Lick the Rim. <laughs> You need a mark. You need a mark. All right. Uh, He does the uh, great expectations and holds (laughs) up his little hand with a nod across the room. Jake's hops off the bar stool and starts heading that way. All right. Uh, Jake's heading that way. Xander, you are uh, chatting with girls. I need you to make a diplomacy roll. With a minus four penalty due to your inexperience of chatting with girls. <laughs> They're all girls. Oh, 22. Not bad. Not bad at all. You're and then I said, little. you call that tall? <laughs> because he was a camel. You get it? Because he's a camel. I thought you were going to say, and then I said, you're not my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and I cried and cried. It was so funny. I cried so long. Oh, oh, my pillow's still soggy. That would have been a lower roll. Idrisil, <laughs> with his, uh, with Xander's 22 there, Idrisil walks over with uh, a handful of drinks for everybody at the table. Zada, you're not telling them about the giants you took down the other day, are you? Idrisil, look, they have a thing called dragon fire water. Dragon fire water. It tastes like cherries. Zana, try this one. This one's called... A daiquiri. Ooh. Uh, uh, you, uh, Jix, you're, uh, you said you were doing what one more time? Heading over towards uh, Vass's table. Heading over to Montre's table. Mignal's keeping a very close eye on Jix. Your children's watching the guys in yellow. All right. And Brenros? is doing an occupancy account, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the back doing dishes. Okay. The fire I just see him in full metal armor just going, I have you no pass. money for this meal. <laughs> you can pass. Yeah. I'll have another water. They stop playing you. <laughs> People start walking up to you with their IDs just out of guessing. Like, oh, I'm really <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. I, don't, I don't work. No, I wear the uniform, but that's. <laughs> go ahead anyway. Just go ahead. Just, Just go ahead. Yeah. You're fine. Uh, you Charge guys a cover. <laughs> you guys hear. You guys hear a jingle of some coins off in the distance. You look to see if anyone's thrown something around, but you don't see any chaos. Uh, Sildren, you see that there are a couple of armed men. Uh, at the table with uh, Montre, uh, and they are watching closely as Jix, suave, debonair Jix. I've never used those words before. <laughs> Sashays over. Suddenly uh, imagining uh, Jix in a tuxedo. Yeah, totally. <laughs> The uh, juggler stops tossing his uh, balls up in the air after he drops one and bows, and everyone claps. And he says, <laughs> he says, next up is a new favorite here at the Foamy Trumpet. And you guys hear the jingling sound once again. 
all the way from Tavernry. Uh, give it up for Jesto. And the cloud, the crowd claps and cheers. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! <laughs> <Sam> <laughs> delight. You it just, a, it just a leans into one of the girls who's whichever one's most interested in Xander. Oh, Xander knows this guy. This is gonna be good. You see a sad little man come out from a back area wearing a jester's hat as he just trudges with his head down towards the stage. He slowly climbs up the steps, then throws on a desperate smile and playfully skitters towards the front of the stage. Hey, hey, it's me, Jesto, the silly jester. Glad to be here. (laughs) There's only one person clapping. Hey, I got I got a couple jokes for you that, that I prepared just for you guys here at the Foamy Trumpet. Uh, you know, I own the world's worst thesaurus. And not only is it awful, it's awful. <laughs> it's awful twice. It's a, yeah, that guy gets it. Hey, what's the difference between a good joke and a bad joke? Timing. <laughs> <laughs> Some laughs on that one. <laughs> Montre react to that one. You know, I have a few. Uh, I have a few jokes about unemployed people, but none of them work. None of them work. <laughs> because they're not working. I get that one. I get. Hey, 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 what do you call an overweight psychic? A fortune teller. A fortune. Fortune teller. It's more of a written joke. Uh, All right. (laughs) That played better in Tavernry, I swear. It kills in Tavernry. Creaking as Primrose pulls his visor down to cover the (laughs) grid. Hey, did you hear about the guy who had his left leg and his left arm amputated after a battle? He's all right now. (laughs) He's all right now. He's all right now. He's all right now. All right, I got, I got one more. I got one more. Can I roll uh, for escape? <laughs> <laughs> I got one more. Sometimes I tuck my knees into my chest and lean forward. That's just how I roll. <laughs> just how I roll. I've been Jesto the silly jester. Jesto out. <laughs> and he gets all sad and just walks off and grabs his free complimentary beer. It was immediately... And now your headliner, Iggy. Happy Jix, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you sashay over to the table with uh, Montre, and he uh, motions for uh, one of the uh, his guards to make room, and uh, a chair is made available for you. Montre! <laughs> thought you could bring in some better acts than that, but... <laughs> Um, anyway. He uh, says with all coolness of James Bond as he climbs up onto the chair. (laughs) (laughs) Buckles himself in. Can I get a boost, please? (laughs) Show. Want the kid's seat. (laughs) (laughs) No crans this time. Now turn it upside down so I can put my own booster in it. Thanks. Um, yeah, he's Show Montrey, it's been a while. How's uh, how's Mirce gone? Been, well, I've been gone. Yeah, do I know you? I don't think I know you. Um, you don't 
know me. You know of me. You want to tell me your name, friend? Thanks for the drink, but uh, you're getting boring already. I'm Jix the Jitch. And I'm here to talk some sense into your head. You're going to talk some sense into my head? Let me tell you something, buddy. No one comes in here and tries to talk some sense into my head, into my place. I'll tell you what's going on. And what's going to go on is you're going to buy everyone at this table another drink. And you're going to tell us some fun little story. And then you're going to get the hell out of here. Oh, okay. All right. I'll play this game with you. Um, do you like, do you like limericks? Who doesn't like a good limerick? (laughs) You just got warmed up. Chesto, we're ready. (laughs) Tell me how you like this one. Here we go. There once was a man from House Vash who had his head so far up his ass (laughs) that he didn't see it coming. When Jix the Jix started humming, and threw his fireballs all over his face. The guard next to you starts to draw a sword and Montrez goes, no, no, no. You're coming here. You come into my place. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to avoid that so hard. So hard. You're breaking my heart. Um, (laughs) Got a dish rag suddenly and he's just washing his hands. (laughs) I'm trying so hard. Why amuse you? <laughs> Funny guy. Funny how? <laughs> you just hit like seven films at once. <laughs> amazing. The portal episode all over again. You come here and you insult me. Ah, I'm, 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 I'm going to cut out your little goblin tongue. And he draws a knife and stabs it in the table uh, between your hands, but then leaves it right there. What do you think about that? Soder puts a hand on Iggy. Yeah, <laughs> I, Iggy's I halfway that. out of his I chair. I see that. <laughs> Listen, I'm not, I'm not here. I'm not here to send you home with your tail between your legs. I'm just, I'm just here to, uh, I'm looking for something. And I thought maybe, maybe you had it. Oh, this is what I have. And he stands up, grabs you by the collar and slaps you across the face and slaps you across the face. Not even both ways. He goes out of his way to do it one way, <laughs> cocks back, does it again and throws you back in your seat. Get the hell out of here. Uh, seeing that, Ignal's gonna charge the table. Okay! Seeing Iggy charge the table, oh. Idrisal looks at the ladies and just goes, Excuse me, ladies, gonna have to make a scene here. And stands up slowly. Uh, all right. <laughs> and what I want to- Doesn't go anywhere, just stands up. What I want to do, I don't want to, like, attack anybody, but I want to flip that table over. Okay. <laughs> Be like, don't you touch him ever again. You go racing over, you uh, go across the whole tavern, knocking some people aside, you grab the big table and you flip it. Drinks go flying, everything goes everywhere and you create an absolute mess. The next performers, the Back to the Mandolins, they all stop and beer and uh, drinks are just rolling across the floor. And what was your line again? Don't you touch him again. The guy Montre says, who do you think you are? 
I am Ignal, heavy bringer, sailor of the twin seas. You were given one piece of advice. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I charge him with my uh, with BA, so there's that. <laughs> he says, no, you got that wrong. You're a dead man. Get him! He says to his guards, and they descend upon you, and we have a bit of violence coming Iggy's way. Oh, man. Whoa, look at that player. Nice. It's a good looking tavern. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a I don't know if it's going to go up in flames. Listen, did I <laughs> mention we right should now, be so... subtle yeah. and low key about this? I've been saying for, in my head for the past five minutes Chris and Sildren's face right now. Yeah. It's just the worst kind of place. <laughs> oh my gosh. You were too subtle when you told us to be subtle. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh. come on, do it. Minimized. Go. Is that it? I'm having some minimizing trouble here. Come on. Let's go. I can't get this thing to shrink down. There we go. Let's close this. Yeah, this map took uh, forever to place these stupid chairs. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you did this individually? Yes. Man, good on you. We're going to burn them all down. Yeah. <laughs> all First thing I'm going to do is move all of the chairs. <laughs> I like, I like, this one here. This I like combats going on, so just just, just, say, just kicking chairs over. I love that when Xander thinks, he thinks, no, we are burning down this tavern. We <laughs> are creating an inferno. <laughs> uh, let's place you guys, shall we? We have uh Sildren there. We have Iggy way over here. I'll get you just a second. Brenros, we know where Brenros is, is at. A huge map. Brenros is, is there. A big bar. Jix, uh, a social Zanner. distance bar right there. <laughs> I, I didn't want to pick two. I was just done with table, so I had to just like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> Idrisil is there. Take out uh, delivery only. Exactly what happened to Let's not cause any trouble. Uh, somebody, yeah, that's a good question. You got slapped in the face twice. Somebody hit the little guy. <laughs> Someone is always hitting the little guy. <laughs> is that Fair a euphemism? I think his mom even took a shot at him. The little guy kind of asked for it. Well, I took a <laughs> shot at his mom. So. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so not Iggy. That's Idrisil. No, I mean, it is not. It, no, it's not. Iggy. No, no. Actually, I, I was the one that asked about the bright, bright lotus. You did, yeah. <laughs> uh, and who Human, is that? That is Sildren. So, Sildren, you are at the group's table, and you're the only one there. We have uh, Idrisil and uh, Jix uh, not too far away from you near the southern door with the ladies. There's also a bunch of people I'm not going to put down there because that'll get chaotic. Uh, at the far northwest is the is Montre's table. He's got one of the red cloaked people and one of his guards there who's immediately trying to attack Iggy. We'll see who goes first. There are some two more of those red cloaked people and there is another guard uh, on the northeast side of this uh, tavern and then open space on the far right that's just a little kitchen area type thing so, so they have red cloaks not yellow 
Uh, yellow cloaks. Yellow cloaks. I'm right. sorry if I said right. They're yellow cloaks. Um, we've got that. We've got that. And we're going to see what happens now with an initiative roll. Initiative for all. Up first is Sildren again. That's twice in a row you're number one. The rolls are working out now. So I am going to mention that I um, had thought, you know what? I'm just going to say I'm going to plan an action. And like if if a fight erupts, I'm going to like plan plan an action, do this. I'm like, but no, our guys wouldn't do that. Everybody knows what the plan is. It's like, <laughs> we're not going to cause a scene. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I will, um, Jesus Christ, I'm going to cast haste on myself. Haste? Yes. That's a first. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, let me find it. Blah, blah, blah. That's, that's the slogan for the purchasing the spell. <laughs> that's the tagline? <laughs> <laughs> you want to buy what? All right. So haste, that basically gives me an extra um, about 30 feet and use an extra action each round, only for strike Ooh. and stride. Um and that's what two actions. So then my third will be to um, draw my stand up and draw my bow. Okay, and then you have a bonus fourth action. Um, and that's going to be to send Yafane over to um, the table. Where is Yafane? Yothane is outside. You look at Brenros. Brenros nods and kicks the door with his foot from behind. The door swings open and Yothane comes flying in. Uh, and then I guess she's just heading to the um, table there where where everybody is. Is there a guard in gold close to me in the yellow cloak? There's one at the bar. That's who she's heading towards. Okay, she can get there with one move. Does she have two actions? She does. She can attack. She will do that. All right. She starts, this guy's totally caught unaware. She gets a plus one to the attack. Uh, That is going to be a 26 to hit. 26, I believe, is a hit. Yes. And she will do nine points of damage. Okay. Scraping away with Talon, she draws blood and Sildren is done. Brenros, you're up. This tavern is full of people, right? Absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> Brenros is uh, going to try and get some of these people out of here as it's just crazy. So he's actually focusing on a group while he's moving towards and through the crowd. Uh, get out of here, go! And just trying to get them out towards the door, trying to thin the herd, if you will. All right, you can move a little bit more into the bar and you can make a diplomacy or warfare role to command the people to get out of there. A 20. 20, you get a bunch of people near the door, about uh, 10 people to quickly scatter and they start running. Others are kind of still not sure that initiative has been rolled. You have one action left to go. (laughs) I'm not even sure. All I saw was some commotion and a big table. And I just saw the head of Ignal just leap up into the air for just a moment. Uh, So I will uh, close the distance even more with another action okay you start running across uh iggy you just (laughs) flip the table the guard next to you draws his sword is ready to swing but you get to go first you have no weapons in your hand though 
Uh, yeah, I'm gonna draw uh, draw a BA and I'm gonna move right there. And I'm gonna attack using a sweeping motion to hit both of them. Hopefully. Ooh, all right. Who uh, do you have a primary? I can't remember how that works. Do you have a primary target? Uh, the primary target will be the uh, will be Mon- Montre. Okay. Natural huh. one. Oh no! Uh, you may have one of my. Thank zero you points. so much. <laughs> I will burn my last one as well. Um, Should you I use it? Do it again. Precious, precious. With a, an 18. An 18 misses Montre. Does it miss the other guy as well? Uh, it hits both. Is that what it is? Yeah. I'm just not sure how. I, I, I got to look at how does sweep work? Is it two attacks? Is it one attack? It, it's one. It's one action. Uh, counts as two attacks. So do you roll a separate attack for the second? No, guy, I guess huh. is the question. So it'd be one. It'd be one roll for both of them, but um, it counts as two attacks. But it doesn't have to hit the first one to hit the second one. Well, but I'm pretty sure that's one. That's that's two actions, though, is what I'm saying. Hmm. Sweep. The weapon makes wide sweeping, making an easier attack. When you attack this weapon, <clears> you get a plus one bonus to the attack roll if you already. That's a sweep trait on a weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that's what but you I have? Using. I have swipe as you a have swipe, as, yeah, swipe. Yeah, yeah. So okay, you make a different. wide arcing swing, make a single melee strike, and compare the attack roll result to ACs of up to two foes. I totally get it. Swipe takes two actions. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll just make a single attack and miss. Okay, sorry, I just had to clear that up. No worries. Um, all right, Xanner of all people chatting with the ladies. <laughs> Dragon breath fire! You guys want to see some fire? I can do fire. Watch this! Watch this! And Xander is going to uh, use reach. So he's going to stay right where he is. And I'm going to cast not fireball, but I want to cast a sphere, a, a a flaming sphere, flaming sphere at the bar ooh. where the alcohol is. Wait. Not ooh. Ah! <laughs> Didn't the place get burned down already? <laughs> yeah, we're just running around burning places down. You're a serial arsonist. I really don't <laughs> like seeing that fireball move on the map like this. <laughs> 45 people's lives lost today. <laughs> no That's more right. Run. We're here outside the family trumpet. <laughs> You All right, you've created you this. <laughs> you've created this fire, uh, this rolling sphere of fire. What's your intent? Uh, the alcohol gets a reflex save. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you're you're trying to light up alcohol. Is that uh, right? I want to. I want to. Want to have the, the alcohol burn. Giant okay. Xander has like super alcohol lore, so he knows which one burns. <laughs> yep, <third>. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Boom. There's a big uh, eruption of uh, liquor. And there is a flame all on that northern section, right where the uh, flaming sphere. It's about a about a ten by ten section of crazy fire that's spreading around. The bartenders are diving out of the way, and people are starting to see this uh, throughout the tavern. <laughs> How are the ladies reacting? That's a great to Joker laugh, by by the way. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, how how did the ladies react to that? Oh, uh, let's see. What do they see? They see him just say, "What? Well, like, watch this fire!" And he turns around and lights things up. Um, People die. <laughs> People die. <laughs> We've totally been misunderstanding it the whole time. Yeah. The whole time. Entire time. That's all that's been coming out from my flaming eyes. People uh, die. He, uh, they, they panic, they duck, they scream, except for Anessa, the very drunk halfling. She just goes, ooh, and she's intrigued by the master of magic. Dangerous men. Uh, With with the fire popping up in the bar, uh, Xander's going to kick up and start running towards Jix. Okay. Well, after he saw the the upturned table, that's where the, the fire idea came from. All right, you start moving. Next up are the guards. There is one that's in the northeast corner. He is going to go one, two, three, and dive over a table into the middle and intercept the Brenros and Xanner group that are heading across towards Montre's table. So that's a middle section. There is another guard that's right at Montre's table who spins around as uh, with his weapon, a little a sword to get at uh, Iggy, who just attacked with a 22. Nope. Misses. And then a 17. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. Some his last one is a 20. He swings and swings, and you just block and block and block like crazy. And he <laughs> misses. Jix, you're next. You're right at that table. Yep. Jix is gonna hop up on the table and run over um, and position himself right in, basically in between the guard and um, Montre. Okay, two two issues. One, there's not enough room easily to get there, and two, uh, table's the table's overturned. There. Oh, that's yeah. right. The table's overturned. Um, in that case, Jix is just going to uh, hop over the table, jump over the table. Okay. And um, rush towards Montre with a sickle. All right. Uh, it's an action draw sickle, an action to move, and you may attack with your last action. Um, don't make me do this, Montre. Oh, he's making you do it. He's ready. <laughs> right. the stairs. Yeah, right. he's got his weapon at. 23. 23, he is able to draw his curved sword and block it before you hit him. Okay. Um, and next up is Montre. He blocks your blow and then comes swinging down with a very fast, not so fast, 22 to hit. Ah, <laughs> oh, that is my AC. Oh, it is, and connects um, for... 15 points of slashing damage. Slice. And uh, let's see. It's not everything. He then calls out, uh, kill him, kill this one, kill this goblin. He calls out uh, to his guards, and it's uh, you hear uh, the guys in the yellow cloaks that are immediately just going, oh, you were on it, we're coming. And they start casting spells, the guys in yellow. And uh, it gets a little intimidating to hear and every single one, let's see. And he, uh, it becomes very intimidating as he does this and he is actually getting a demoralized effort from his actions. And I'm making the roll right now. 
Everyone who is Jix, Iggy, Brenros, or Xanner, if your will is plus 13 or higher, you're fine. If not, let me know. Mine's not. Mine is not. Plus, or you mean the the score is 14? So I'm only a plus two with my wisdom. Not your your total fortitude score. Fortitude, fortitude. Under main fortitude. Oh my will. Okay. Will, will, will. I'm sorry. Willpower. Will, 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 will. Sorry. Okay. Uh, So it sounds like everybody failed then. So wait, are we doing? Are we doing a roll? You're not making a roll. He's made a roll already. He's making the roll. Right. My will is plus six. My fortitude is plus ten. So neither one. Okay. All right. Uh, then you guys are all demoralized. And uh, Iggy, what the heck does that do? Do you recall? Uh, frightened one. Everyone's yeah. frightened one, the, those four of you. So Sildren and Idrisil, you guys are fine. Okay. Um, and he has one action left, and he brings a blow down upon Jix again. Ah, with a 15. He is, he's, he's a little drunk and a little wired. <laughs> it's not working out. However, he has some spell casting yellow friends who are casting magic. The first one starts reaching out with some nasty ghostly cloud, uh, but it's like a stream almost at Sildren. This is the re- a yellow cloak at the bar at Sildren. And he casts a vampiric, uh, let's see, no, he's not casting that. He is casting Grim Tendrils. You need to make a fortitude saving throw, Sildren, as these black tendrils leech out. Eesh. Total of 20. Total of 20. You have been affected. You don't take too much damage, but make note it is only six points of negative damage, and you are suffering one persistent bleed damage each turn. Um, And then he is going to try and move away from this annoying bird. His buddy is another yellow guy who is over here. He is going to do a move, move, and race over towards Xanner, who he sees charging across. Even though Idrisil, you're closer, he doesn't know you're a threat yet. (gasps) And Xanner, he comes up to you, and he reaches out for you, and his hand extends almost wraith-like an extra foot to touch you with vampiric touch. Don't do it! And I got to check this one out. Um, You make a fortitude saving throw, Xanner. So much fortitude. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! It's a natural one! Oh, oh no. I have both hero points, but it's this is just a save. What do I do? I'm gonna spend him. I'm gonna spend him. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! <clears throat> it's a natural what? seven! <laughs> Mm. 18. 18 total. You fail your saving throw and take full damage. Damn it! The damage is uh, only 13 points of negative damage. That's okay. But, but he, you see some of that black magic surround him in a protective way. <sighs> um, that is this guy. Um, what did I say? 13? Yes, 13. 13 gotcha. damage. Um, there is one more of these yellow cloaks, and he casts a, in my mind, even much more terrifying spell at Iggy, who's been swinging his maul around. And Iggy, you start to get a little bit of tunnel vision, 
and you are going to need to make, where is it? You're going to need to make a fortitude saving throw as well. From all the spiders. 17. With a 17, you fail and you are blinded for one minute the entire battle. Oh my gosh. These guys are no joke. Blinded means the following. We had to tweak. I have to tweak the rules a little bit if anyone's a big Pathfinder uh, pal, uh, friend. Uh, So what we do with blinded is you have to roll a 13 or higher before you make an attack or it misses flat out. Does that make sense? Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, like dazzled, but much worse. Super high, yeah. So you know, like, you hear the sound of where your target is, but you don't know exactly where. So you have to roll a 13 or higher. If you do, then you can begin to attempt the attack roll. So you are messed up. Done, done. Idrisil, you see some spells flying ac- across yeah. the room. You are the last one to go. It's not looking great initially. What do you got? Uh, Idrisil is still confidently uh, talking to the ladies. Notice, sees Xander crawl across the table and then leave, and all this uh, chaos breaks out. <laughs> um, they obviously are now probably terrified. I'm going to quick draw my bow and hunt and um, attack this first guard right next to Xander with the yellow cloak. Okay. So Idrisil is just going to take a quick shot at him with a natural one. What is going on? you guys that's three of them um does anybody have a hero point i just spent mine dude <laughs> does anybody I, have one i have one run rose will get you okay i'm gonna retry that's i'm sorry guys chat to do that to you but we're gonna retry that <laughs> okay with a 29 to hit 29 hits all right so that'll be five points of damage to him okay and you said he had some kind of type of protection. Is that something I can see, or is it more of like a feel? Uh, it is now disappeared and faded away. Okay. Um, I will just take a second shot at him. All right. So your second action. Yep, with a 27 to hit. Is a hit. There you go. Nice. Eight points of damage. Okay. Really appreciate that, Renrose. And then my last action... Um... It's not an official like move or anything. Quite like Iggy has um, sudden charge, but I want to charge at him. Okay. Um, You're running full speed at him, and yeah. we can give you some sort of a uh, little momentum bonus on your action on your next turn. How's that sound? Yeah. Cool. All right. So there is one last person who can go this round, and that is a neutral party member. And you hear some jingle jangling and racing towards the door. You hear, "I'm Jesto, and I'm out!" And he runs <laughs> frantically for the door. It Save is. <laughs> It is a new round. I was and hoping we could kill him in the confusion. <laughs> the world needs no. you, not Justo. <laughs> not Justo. It is a new round, and Sildren, uh, you are up first, and you kind of look around as things seem strange. Hmm. The scene looks a little odd. Look at Chris already, just like, what now? <laughs> <laughs> I can see it in his face right now. <laughs> Things seem a little strange, and you notice that everything has stopped. 
Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, I sure can. <laughs> nope, it just stopped. <laughs> just, uh, you look over and you can see there's fire that's still burning by the alcohol, but the the people at the bar are completely motionless. You look around at your friends and they are completely motionless. Mm -hmm. You children are not motionless at all and you can see maybe 30 feet to the north of you a a, a blackish not blackish a grayish cloud kind of uh, f- uh, folding in on itself and appearing uh inside uh, this tavern it's about yeah. maybe eight feet uh circular i was standing up and cast haste at a level three yeah and call um calmly walk towards the uh gray cloud that's forming all right you do so you see idrisil take a few steps and idrisil you are moving again but you stop as you see this strange stuff you see uh iggy uh, is ready to strike but iggy you kind of stop and each one of you kind of are aware of what's going on and you are mobile but you all are kind of like what is going on and uh, you see Sildren is the first one who's been taking some action. You are approaching the smoke, is that right? Correct. As you approach the smoke, you see a hand come out, a delicate slender hand, and stepping out through the smoke is an attractive lady in a green cloak by the name of Callian Vero. Uh, I will uh, kneel, well, I, I, I bow to her milady she says uh good evening good evening She says, uh, uh, good evening. I'm glad I was able to find you here. Uh, you see the, there are a couple people that are shaking uh, that are not part of your party. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she makes note that looks at the bartender who's kind of shaking and one of these guys in yellow that's kind of shaking. Uh, she says, uh, you seem to have gotten yourself into a bit of a situation. Yeah, uh, my friends are a bit impulsive at times, I'm afraid. And she looks at Idrisil and says, if you don't mind just holding off on whatever it is you are just about to do, it makes things harder if you interact with them. Idrisil's like doing this, but like doing the thing <laughs> where it's like in uh, Justice League where everyone's frozen, but their eyes are moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and all of you can move now. All of you have motion available to you. Um, but you the... Said- Go ahead. That other people are shaking. Is it kind of like when you pause a VCR and like the image is like. No. <laughs> and there's a track bar at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, it's not like that at all. They're just like just shaking and quivering. Uh, and there's two of them there's one of the yellow guys, and then there's uh, the bartender. And. Uh, Renros is facing this guy here, uh, one of the, uh, the heavy henchmen. Okay. And he's like, out of the way! 
and staring at this guy who's just... <laughs> he, he doesn't know that everybody else is frozen, hasn't realized it He's yet. He's locked in in a heroic death stare down. <laughs> You'll blink first, I swear. <laughs> Oh, blinking gun, uh, staring <laughs> contest. That's, that's, that's what Brynros is currently doing. He is not just scared. like, let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> the yellow cloak guy suddenly shakes his head and starts to cast a spell. And Callian Vero throws her hand kind of callously, and he is tossed through the air some 60 feet and slams into a wall and snaps his spine and slides down to the ground. You see Xanner wince, (laughs) familiar effect that he has dealt with in the past. Uh, This is Kalian Vero, a uh, sorceress of some skill you have run into in your past. And she strides over and looks at the bartender who also snaps free and is in a panic uh, she does not destroy his existence and says, would you be, would you be a deer and, and pour me something nice to the bartender? <laughs> and he kind of shakes and tries to find something that's not on fire. <laughs> I found he this walks- chalice that you... <laughs> <laughs> she glares over at Xanner, casts a worrisome uh, look uh, at maybe Jix and st- Steers well clear of Sir Brenrose uh, to make her way towards you, Sildren, mm-hmm. and uh, pulls a chair out from underneath someone and sits down, <laughs> who's locked in a frozen pose. Sildren will uh, pull up a chair and sit down with her. Uh, and you guys also can do whatever you want. She says, um, I'm glad you've uh, taken well to these. I had, uh, I had high hopes for your intervention in coming to Tavernry to help out these people, and it looks like you've done well. They are um, a good lot, if a bit odd, impulsive at times, but um, I feel this is where I've been able to uh, be most useful to both Azimir and to Keth. So your master's from the woods outside of Azimir have been asking for you. Do you think you will continue to stay? Um, I, I have uh, given myself over to a quest uh, from a vision that I had, I believe, uh, given to me by Keth himself um, that Sir Brenrose is on. Um, and I would not return before I, that has been completed. Um, after which, perhaps. I will, uh, I will pass on that message. Uh, but I imagine your arrival here um, <laughs> is of some import and news. You would not make this entrance if there wasn't good reason. You know me well, yes. Uh, I I have sensed something, a troubling path that this city is upon and have found a reason to be here. In particular, I have foreseen an old adversary is returning. And she reaches uh, into her uh, very stylish green robe and pulls out a wireframe crystal cube and slides it across the table oh. to you. 
A crystal cube? It's a wireframe cube. You have you've seen one of these before. You brought yes, one with you. Yes, Oh. She says... <laughs> cringes a little bit. She says, The shadow reigneth has returned to this city. I do not know his purpose, but I have a feeling it is dire. I am able to see certain outcomes. Not all is perfectly clear, but I've seen... I've seen the destruction of Mirskon starting from this point, and Raineth is in some ways connected to it. I, would, I don't. I'm sorry. My my apologies. I I would believe that what the item that we're seeking that we believe to be a Mirskon would be connected to that as well, hmm. uh, based off its nature. And that I suspect why Raineth may may be here as well. It's a chalice! It's evil! And I wish I had more information to give you on his purpose, but I do not. All I can say is it is of importance that if he cannot be stopped there will be an end to this city and beyond much more violence and destruction. He is strong, but I do not sense that he is the destructive power. He is the bringer of destruction. Um, As Xanar had alluded, there are chalices that have come from um, Oath. Sir Brenros, the name? Calavier. 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 Uh, <clears throat> that I believe are that source, most likely. I have not seen chalices, but that is certainly something to look into. How can we find uh, Raineth? I don't know how. I have a feeling he will show if you don't stumble upon him, he will make an entrance. And that is also troubling. So you must keep your eyes and ears open. And I can't stay here long. This is quite tiresome to be here and do this. You hear a jingle sound at the door and Jesto walks back into the tavern. He sees everyone's frozen in time and kind of looks around. Now's my chance. And then he he strikes a pose to join in with the locked in time. Flash mob. Callian Vero says, "Uh, you uh, uh, little one, that staff does not look like it uh, quite fits you. Where did you find that? There is a wizard who died fighting hill giants. He gave his life to protect the music of magical force, and in his will, he left it to me. No, I don't send me. I'm not lying. I don't mean to lie. I just I found it, and I was able to get it away because it looked really shiny, and I wanted to keep it. Please don't hit me. <laughs> he suddenly remembered what lying to her meant. That's awesome. Well, if I were you, I would find some proper local enchanters and see if they can help you out with that. That may cause some trouble for you in the long term. Okay, yes, thank you. I mean, yes, okay, thank you. Okay. 
Hint, hint. (laughs) (laughs) The bartender nervously fumbles a bottle and it shatters on the floor. Uh, Callian Vero says, uh, she stands up, it is time uh, I bid you farewell unless you have any further questions for me. Idrisil perks up, what do you know of him? And he kind of points over at Monterey. She looks over at him and she says, he is of no consequence. Very well. And just lowers his bow. She goes over to, steps over towards you, Sildren, and leans over. And she whispers something in your ear for a moment. I'm so hot for you right now. (laughs) (laughs) That is not what I said. (laughs) I mean, I'll take it, but. That was Alistair. (laughs) And she says, uh, I wish you all the best and I wish you success. If I have any uh, additional information, I will do my best to present it to you. But I fear this may be uh, some time before we see each other again. Uh, Brenrose calls out in the middle of the silence. Damn, you are good. (laughs) (laughs) He's sword fighting a guy who has a sword. (laughs) <laughs> doing that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> she then nods to each of you and uh, strides back out and a uh, grayish cloud forms and she steps within and it dissipates and she disappears. As she does so, the whole action to the bar kicks in, chaos ensues, and we have a new initiative to roll right now. We have a brand new initiative, and right at the top is Iggy, Iggy. Uh, So I have a question. Uh, How long did that whole interaction take? I don't know, a minute. Over over a minute? Sure. Okay, so I was like, oh, I can't see, I can't oh, see. Right. And then, ah, what did I miss? That's awesome. The whole time he's just been swinging around in his mall. Yeah, yeah. Just like bumping into the They got silent. They're onto my blindness. <laughs> Talking. Um, okay, so I will try that swiping and try to hit those two guys. Um, using two actions this time. With a natural 20. Woo! Yeah, there you go. Uh, 31 points of damage to both of them. 31 to Montre. Definitely no longer blinded. And the next one? Or is it one roll? It's one roll for both of It's, yeah. Okay, and that's a hit wow. to the other one. So roll, roll normal damage for the next one, or is it? No, no it's, the first it's roll. so yeah. So it's one attack using your highest uh, attack modifier. It acts as two attacks, but it, it gets both of them with that first one. Does right? the damage get split, or is it doubled? You make a single melee strike and compare the attack roll result. That's a critical to both. Yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. Woo. Uh, all right, you cut deep into Montre and really hurt his guard next to him. And, and again, that's critical. You have you can shovel him, I guess. 
I don't, uh, know I, I don't to, really but... want to. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and you have one action left. Yeah, I will make another. I'll make an attack at his little uh, his little friend there. The guard. Yep. Okay. This is. Oh God. Oh. Yeah. With a. Oh, oh no. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Sorry Jicks. Go ahead and roll damage. Oh, <laughs> uh, 16. 16. Jix, you take eight points of damage and are sent flying five feet back the way you came as you are hit by this giant mole. Sorry, sorry, Jixie. So My depth perception is still a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Montre goes next, uh, and he's bleeding, and he takes a strike at you, Iggy. Oops, I just clicked off him, sorry. Takes a quick strike at you with his sword uh, with a 21 to hit. Nope. And then he moves and hightails it south. Oh, can I uh, no escape on that guy? What What does that do? I follow him. How far? 20 up to my movement, so 25 feet. All right, he does a move, move. You do a move and cover some distance to chase after him. Let me get you a little bit more movement. He's heading south. He's halfway through the bar. He is done. Uh, Jix, you got hammered, and Montre just ran past you. See that. Um, Jix does a move to follow Montre. Okay, you are jumping on another table. And then... uh, More people are scattering, by the way, and screaming and getting out of here. And then uh, does quick lobber with uh, a, a tanglefoot bag. Another tanglefoot. So nice. Uh, 14. Yeah, I'm going to re-roll that one. With a hero point. Yep. <laughs> no, just re-roll. And let's try that again. There we go. 25. 25. Nice. Tangles him up. Uh, what does that do? Minus ten, five or ten to his move speed? Minus ten to his speed. For, for one round. So he's going to be really slow. Until he gets rid of it. He has to use three actions to... Get I think we've speed. had this debate uh, like a million times. <laughs> <laughs> um, I disagree. I think it's just one freaking round. But then I always disagree and you always prove me. The target can end any effects by escaping or spending a total of three interact actions to carefully remove the sticky substances. Oh, yeah, but it's only a level one. I think it just lasts one round unless they do that. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Ah, shoot. Uh, You have uh, one action left, Jix. Um, Now that he is tangled, I'm going to... um, He's he's flat-footed also. I'm going to try and, and... Continue running and trip him up, push him over. Uh, but, uh, you will have to wait to do that. That'll be two more actions to do that. Uh, okay, I got that. It is Xanner who's up. Xanner, you've got the Montre running not too far away from you, but also one of these uh, yellow cloak guys just cast a spell, and I need to kill one of these yellow cloak guys as well, as I have not Rinks. done that. There he is. Okay, keep going, Xander. Okay. Oh, which one did you kill? That okay. Okay. All right, that's fine. I didn't need that guy anyway. <laughs> fine. Uh, Xander's going to take that flaming sphere that was cast, and he's going to move it thirty feet from his position onto Montre's guard. Is gone. Is that right? The one who was with him? No, he's still there next to the table. Should be yeah. still there. 
We're going to put that, so not the one right in front of me, but the one that was with him uh, up by Iggy. That guy's still there as well. So this molten ball of flame is just tumbling through the bar towards... That's it, uh, yeah, so, I think it actually like disappears and reappears. Correct. So the, the, this flaming sphere, it, it, it shrinks down, vanishes, and floof, reappears in a, in a new square. So, so where are you putting it? Uh, up where the table was. So so the guy that uh, <clears throat> he hit. Way up there, that's going to be beyond 30 feet. Excellent. Let's put it right at Montre's feet. Uh, okay. He needs to make a reflex save. Is he that sure right? He sure does. Okay. Uh, what does he need to roll? He needs to roll a 21 or higher. Lower. He has rolled Lower. a 17. Yeah, he did. In your face, Montrey. <laughs> Don't become a rock. Jack Black rock. <laughs> 14 points of flame damage. Okay. But wait, there's more. Because that only took one action. So I'm going to use the other two and cast Burning Hands. Easy there. I'm going to cast it right behind him. Yeah, but you're fine. Xander I'm going to cast Xander. it right at the yellow cloak there, but it is a cone, and I would, and I don't know if Montre would get caught by that cone or not. Will Idrisil get caught by that cone? Yeah, we'll see about that. Xander, do you see the wood texture that is everywhere? <laughs> Just checking with you. I think that was the plan the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He's casting and drinking. Uh, People like, die. <laughs> People die. Where are you casting off. burning hands? I'm casting burning hands, which is a 15 foot cone. Again, there's another reflex save. Where? I am casting it over. Everywhere. Over Mr. Yellow Robe, right next to Xanner, also towards Montre. Uh, you gotta get Pardon? closer, I'm afraid. It, he's just, he's like at 25 feet from there. Cool, let's just get the yellow robe then. Yellow guy, all right. He's making a reflex save. Come on. Uh, a 15, they are diving into the flames. Full damage! 18 points of fire! <laughs> okay, he is lit up, hurt, still alive, and you are done. The yellow cloak that you just lit on fire goes next. He turns to you, Xanner, and starts warming up a big pitch to throw your way. Uh, and he is going to, oh, this is the best ever. You start feeling a little giddy, Xanner. <laughs> and you start feeling really giddy and start laughing and laughing. <laughs> and you need to make a will saving throw, please. <laughs> Uh, not funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesto comes in and kills the mood. <laughs> you are affected by hideous laughter spell, but just a little bit. All it does is you cannot use any reactions, and I don't even think you have any reactions. I've got feather fall, which I've used like one that's time. About, that's about it. So the spell, it. you shrug off the spell uh, and he is going to reposition himself a little bit away from this flaming goodness. The next guy goes and he is seeing this enraged looking barbarian and is casting blind once again yeah. upon you. You need to make a fortitude saving throw. Good luck, Iggy. Uh, 29. You are blinded for just oh. one turn. One turn only. 
That's a lot better than one battle. Yeah, yeah it is. And he starts falling back. Uh, no, he's going to stay where he's at. He doesn't want to get too close to you. Uh, he's done. Done, done. And then we have uh, Sir Brenros. All right. So this whole battle essentially in front of Brenros has been this one guy who just charged in front of him and stayed right there the whole time. Everything else has just been going on around him. Yes. Uh, but my target has gone to the side. Uh, Brenros jukes and goes <laughs> to the left after Montre. Okay. Uh, as you do so, the guard gets a reaction and makes an attack of opportunity upon you. Okay. Seizing that and makes a strike with his weapon, which is right here, uh, with a 23 to hit. A miss. Continue on with your uh, turn. Uh, this next one is a tackle through flame and uh, Montre to the floor. Okay, make a athletics roll. Get him, get him, get him! Stop, you're making me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> he sees you coming. Ooh. Oh, that's oh. No, I'm going for style points now. Nervous dice. That was a two roll but for a total of what? That's a hero point. Nice. Ignore that. Get Not it! Fun. With a 17, you go to tackle him, and he's too fast. You can't quite catch him. Uh, The um, You have one action left. He hasn't done anything, so uh, it's a shield bash. I've come over the table. I've essentially, like, tried to kick a chair out from him or in front of him, but now I redouble and uh, come around with my shield to bash him. All right, make a shield attack for the first time. And that is that. It's going to be minus five because the grapple was an attack. All right. I'm using the other one. Yeah. 27. 27 is a hit. All right. So throughout the bar, there's this. Eight points max damage. Max, nice. All right, now the shield's never been used and you just rolled max damage. I'm gonna give it this one time bonus of he has five more feet taken off of his next move. So you slowed him down a little bit more on top of that. Eight damage, got it. Sildren, what do you got up your sleeve? Um, So the guy, is that one of the mages there just straight to my west? Straight, yes. Okay. I have my bow out. I am going to uh, draw. And how far away is Yathane from Montre? Is uh, that 60 feet? Yeah, it's just within 60. All right. So she's actually going to. Oh, wait. She can't. Uh, okay. Hold on. Let me rethink the whole thing. So I'm going to first off use my bow um, and draw back and shoot Montre to start. You will be minus one due to some people in the way and a ball of flame. Okay. Just FYI. Yeah, that's fine. I'm sure that won't be a problem because I always roll great with my bow. Okay, so I have a, uh, something to interrupt and say real quick after, after you're done. 
Uh, so that'll be 23. 23. Your arrow is incinerated in the ball of flame. Awesome. Um, so I, my second action will be to actually, I'm going to use, um, two actions, I guess, to head towards the door. So I'm going to block the door from Montre because that's the only place where he can go, right? Okay, yeah. And then uh, Yafane, uh, it's my fourth action um, with the bonus, is going to be to fly over there and attack Montre as well. So her claws and jaws, jaws, she's attacking with her beak. And she's going to miss with a total of 13. All right. Speaking of miss, Idrisil. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, no, no. You're totally right. Idrisil was going to attack that guard, and then he moved. Um, so still with his bow out, he didn't quite put it away. He just put it down uh, to Callan Barreau. Yeah. I'm going to take the minus two and attack this uh, guard that um, Sojourn was attempting to attack in the by the table right there? Yeah, just right. The, the yellow, the yellow cloak? Yeah, the yellow cloak, yeah. Go for it. Attack him. Minus two, that's a 29. 29 is a hit. Nice. We'll do six points of damage on him. Okay. Don't forget to mark, guys, too. You do extra shots when you mark. Yes. All right. <clears throat> you have uh, two more actions. Going to... Um, you mentioned that Sildren's arrow caught on fire with a pretty high roll. So I'm going to go ahead and shoot this guy again with a 16 to hit. On that. It is a miss. Okay. Let me get it. Yeah, I guess I'll run at him and, uh, it'll be the end of my turn, but I'll attempt to grapple. So I'm going to use my last move to run and kind of jump at him. Okay. So run towards me. That, that same card. Uh, the same yellow guy. Got it. Yep. All right, go ahead and move yourself right there. And uh, the the sword-wielding guards get to go next. There's one up top. He chases you down, Iggy. You turn around to face him as he swings twice with a 26 to hit. 26 hits. And an 18 to hit. Yeah, that does not. All right, you only take 13 points of damage. The next guard, who is not far away, closes in on Brenros. This is the guy who swung at you as you moved away. He closes in with an action, and he also swings twice with a 20 to hit and a 20 and then a 15 to hit. He misses both times. They're having some trouble. Uh, Iggy, you're up. Uh, blinded, blinded. Uh, I have to make a roll just to see if I can actually attempt to attack. Is yes. That right? 13 or higher on a 20. You're attacking whom? Oh, the guard the guard that just hit me. Okay, moral 13 or higher? No. Nope. Second action? <laughs> uh, I think <laughs> I think being blinded, I'm just going to start swinging my maul like swing, 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 just miss the shit out of everything. You're like a drunk kindergartner trying to hit a piñata. <laughs> What kind of birthday parties do you go to? Oh, the good ones. <laughs> like, don't, don't kill Montre. We need to question him. And I'll end my turn there. 
All right. Montre goes. He reaches down and starts yanking on this tendril crap uh, that's around him, slowing him down. I think the DC is pretty small. A 17, is that right? 17, yeah. All right. Uh, He gets a 33 and absolutely rips himself free, but wastes an action doing it. Then he starts to hightail it out of there, but he has a minus five from Sir Brenros's shield hit. And then he gets a full move in and is getting closer to the door, but isn't quite there. He's done. Jix. Um. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come Jix. Jix. What you got? Um, Jix sees him escape. He's like, shit. And um, throws a, throws a alchemist fire at him. Alchemist fire, more fire in the wooden tavern. Yeah! And that is uh, 12. Uh, 12? Why is it 12? Sorry, 16. 16 goes uh, short, misses. You have two Um, more actions. Yep. Um, He runs up to get closer to him. His next action. And then... Tries and throws it again. Okay. Maybe this one will work. Oh, jinx! <laughs> oh, no. You guys are getting good rolls that just tumble to the bad 11. side each time. That was a total of 11. Yeah. All right. Xanner. Yeah! So Xanner's going to move his fireball, and uh, I can move it again up to 30 feet away from where I am. Can I just follow uh, Montre? You can. Put it right in his butt! Okay, uh, on his butt. Oh no! Natural one. <laughs> so I'm gonna give him his full damage. A uh, 15 fire. Uh, let's do double damage. Yeah. Let's what do- happens on a critical failure on that? Um, let's, just, let's just do double damage. All right. Hiya! Uh, plus some more, 11 more. So 26. 26. That's Lame. significant. You light him up like crazy and trip him up, and he is flat on the ground aflame. Well, I was going to zap him with lightning, but that was way more fun. So instead, I'm going to zap the the yellow robe near me with lightning instead. Oh, by the way, who has persistent damage? Someone had one persistent damage. Oh, it was me. Take a point and roll a 15 or higher and keep going, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see, for the, I haven't done lightning bolts more than a couple times. I think that's an, it's, it's a reflex save. So he gets a reflex save to dodge all of the electricity. This is, um, Montre making this is, a... This is not, this is the yellow robe. The one yellow that's robe to me. So next to Jix, it looks like. Uh, no, oh, that's, no. that's Idrisil that you would it's be... Idrisil. All right, Idrisil, make a reflex save. Hmm. 21 or higher, buddy. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Idrisil takes half damage. The yellow cloak caster takes full damage with a nineteen. It's only eight. You rolled four d twelve and got an eight. Four d twelves for eight damage again. That That was the same damage the lightning bolt got last time. What? 
the actual hell? hell. All right, now you doing eight points of damage just for giggles. Roll four d twelve again, just to show me that. Let's just see. I was. Oh, that's only twenty three. Or it could have been twenty three. Mother, father, father, mother. Holy. <laughs> Idris will take half that brutal damage. <laughs> well, that's the good news. Wow. Wow. Jeez. Xanner um, is done. Yellow Cloak, who just got hit. He is really hurt. He turns and also touches with a vampire vampiric touch upon uh, Idrisil. Idris will make a fortitude saving mm. throw. You feel your life draining with a natural. Oh, oh no, my God. Natural one. Oh, oh. How many hero points do you have, um, Idrisil? Cool. I think we're all tapped, man. I think we're all zeros. I have one. But... Yeah, but he needs one of them. Yeah. Own. Yep. Take back, new thing. That's not what that Three, looked four, like, but. um. Five, <laughs> Here comes the damage. Look at the dice on your screen. <laughs> oh, God. God. <laughs> Goodbye. You take 39 points of negative damage. Whoa. Yeah, so is that positive damage then? Is he uh, healed 39? That's <laughs> how it works, right? And a, a negative energy shield forms around this guy to protect himself, and even he is surprised. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? That worked out. And he closes in hands. and jumps over a table to try and get closer to his boss. You there is 39 points. 39 points. There is one last caster of a yellow cloak, and he turns around and stares you down once again, Iggy. Well, I can't meet his gaze, so. <laughs> and your your vision starts to get narrow. Just as it was starting to clear up, it gets narrow. You need to make another fortitude no. saving throw. God damn it. So much fortitude. <gasps> Natural 20. And you are not affected at all by his last level three blind spell. Great timing on that. Yeah. Brenros. So sorry for all the alcohol poisoning chat. That's uh, it's a little brutal. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> There's craziness ahead here. Uh, let's see. That's uh, Brenros is charging towards the now on fire on the ground guy. Okay, that's Montre. Montre. I have a move speed of 20. All right. That gets you right about there. You're about halfway to him. Number two will move on top of him. All right. Number three will be to grapple him while he's on fire. Make an athletics roll plus two. He's trying to fend you off. Good luck. Twenty-five. Get it. Oh, oh, this is tight. It's versus his fortitude saving throw. Let me look. Let me look. Boop, 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 boop. What did you roll? Twenty-five. Yep. You have him pinned to the ground, grappled successfully. Something yeah. you want to say? <laughs> I have you now. You're not that slippery. And he's on fire. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing him some courtesy 
patting him out of it. All right. <laughs> Stop, he's drop, and roll! He's lightly golden brown, uh, and he says, uh, stop, stop! And his men stop. We have some questions for you. Glad you're, you're, glad you're wise about this. He says, ask your questions, then get out of here. I'm wrestling around with him. I'm looking for a chalice. He says, that's all you came here for was a stupid cub? This one is very special. And if I give it to you, you leave? You have my word. Get me up. Let him, let him, let him get me up. And his guards back away. They have their weapons out. There are spells that are readied, but no one does anything. Same thing on our side. Flora's <laughs> yeah. uh, burning. Uh, yeah, your time yeah. is running thin. Jix uh, is still throwing flasks in different corners <laughs> of the tavern. Uh, it's I, just I, Molotov I, cocktails at this point. I have him padded out somewhat. And you lift him up off the ground, and he uh, starts coughing. Okay, I've got, I've got your chalice. I don't know why the hell you want it. It's downstairs. Lead on. He sh- Can he shake himself free or are you still holding on? Uh, at this point, my, yes, I will let him, I'll let him shake free. All right, he shakes free and holds off his guards and starts limping away. This guy has been beat up and magic to high hell, and he looks behind, and there's still this giant ball of fire just like slowly rolling, <laughs> following him. It's, it's, in, it's in ballet mode, it's just... Yeah, heal, heal, fireball! <laughs> Uh, this he, particular point, when when Brenros is walking past the other uh, uh, casters, he's noticed that those spells are particularly dark and of an evil nature. Would that be correct? Yeah. Uh, he glares at them with his hilt on his sword, literally just staring them down. The casters specifically, not the not the uh, criminals. And All right, thugs that you have here. He takes you down a flight of creaky stairs to the basement of the foamy trumpet. There's a bunch of barrels and storage and wine bottles and all sorts of uh, tables and chairs stacked. There is a door there and he produces a key, carefully making sure you know he's not drawing a pistol and unlocks the door and pushes it open. And there is a small desk and uh, a small safe and he points at the safe and walks over to it. Jack Renros waits patiently for him to produce this chalice. All right, Jix? Jix wants to accompany him to the safe. All right, Jix and Brenros are there. Everyone else, I'm assuming, is at a Mexican standoff back up top. Yeah, for sure. Exactly as you've seen it, yep. All right, there's, a, there's also a guy in a yellow cloak right next to you, Iggy, who's trying to convince you he's got one more blindness spell, but you're not blind. <laughs> uh, I rolled a natural 20, buddy. Uh, all right, Brenros, he, uh, you see Montre get down on his knees and take out another key and unlock this small safe and creak it open. 
and inside you see a sack that you know is filled with lots of gold coins. You see two impressive uh, fancy looking rings and there is a chalice taken from Calavier right there. And that over. He reaches in and hands it over to you and closes the safe. What, what, what? <laughs> and a little jumped in for our troubles. <laughs> he sighs and opens up the safe, gets out an empty small pouch and dishes from the larger sack a handful of gold coins into the smaller pouch. The smaller one is for you. <laughs> <laughs> Do not be too greedy at our fortunes here, Jinx. He makes notes of all these names and he pushes <laughs> he pushes the rest he pushes the rest of the goodies aside with the small pouch and reluctantly hands you the big pouch of coins, Jix. I'll distribute this appropriately, including to show me your guys up there who were injured on your behalf. He looks confused and says, Alright, you've got what you wanted. He closes and locks the safe. That thing's brought me nothing but trouble. Uh, Brenrose is staring at this like it's the uh, the grail out of Indiana Jones. His eyes just don't, as he pivots and turns, he's staring at this. Uh, and as uh, he's walking back up the stairs, you have no idea what you have. And continues walking up and uh, tries to make to the door to leave. All right, you head towards the door. The guards there don't do anything. The casters don't do anything. Montre has come up from the stairs, but he motions no to his men. He does call out mainly to his guards and maybe the few guests that are hiding in the corners. Uh, this isn't the end of this. Jix, uh, Jix wants to go around to his guards and the casters oh. and he flips each one three gold and says, find yourself a new employer. All right. Say, hold on. And like, I get the group together. If it's not the end of it, we should just go ahead and kill him now. <laughs> Cause he's pretty uh, wounded. <laughs> agreed. Does, uh, does... this, this bar would be, uh, the, uh, this bar would be a good start to uh house heavy bringer. <laughs> what does Montre think about this little sidebar? Does he hear any of that? Uh, he hears some of it and his guards are raring to go again. Idrisil, Brenros, you guys have any thoughts? It just looks at Sildren's just like so much for keeping it subtle down here, eh? <laughs> uh, well, I, th I think the time for subtlety is past, don't you, my friend? Opportunities may present themselves, but dispatching him now is not what's been agreed. He surrendered the cup. To that end, there is honor, despite its thievery. Very well. Montre, trust me, you would like this to be the end of it. And from our end, it is. And pursue us at your own peril. Your group heads out the door. You hear him yell, get that fire out and that fire out and that fire out and put me out. <laughs> you guys head out with loot in hand and chalice in hand. Then back in time, the bartender nervously fumbles a bottle and shatters it on the floor. 
Kalyan Vero stands up and says, it's time I bid you farewell. And she walks over to Sildren and Sildren stands up. She leans in close and whispers to you, beware that you are being hunted now, but do not trust all of your allies. I have foreseen that one of you will lead you all astray. <laughs> Very likely one who has recently joined you. And we will stop there for tonight. <laughs> Thank you all for coming in. Check out patreon.com if you want to support the show. Follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, all of it. Thank you so much. And we will see you next time.